right. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, episode 157. The uh, the band is back together. How about it? Yeah. <laughs> Ringo's <Yeah>. back. <laughs> oh, oh Ringo's gone. Oh, go. See what happens? Oh, I hope his camera's on upside down. Oh, the video. I'm back, anyway. right? Yeah, he you are back. back. Thank okay. Goodness. Thank goodness. No, we were just talking about, like, not not about my leave from last episode, but that my camera cuts out once an episode. Yeah. It always does that. Usually before why. we start, though, it seems. And then yeah. today, boom. Oh, I'm getting, like, glitches, too, though. So either I, your camera cuts out. What? Am I coming in okay? It's just weird. I've just, I've just noticed a couple of glitches, but everything's working perfectly now. No one touch a fucking thing. <laughs> I keep lowering my mic, man. I was running out of breath. Your mic, your mic is. <laughs> you know? I, Am I too high? Am I coming in hot? No, mic, you sound fucking great every show, and I want to sound as good as you. So I'm, And I keep fucking with this and that and the other thing. And now I think I got it, but I, I notice that your mic is lowered. So you got to like, do well, the things that Brandon red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Yeah, and then massage. He comes in very FME. He comes in really quality here. <laughs> I'm FM. serious satellite over here. You guys are your rinky dink AM shit. AME shit. Public, AM. Ac- public access. No, no, no. B. <laughs> These are like pump up the volume over there. <laughs> C sounds great. And his, his mic is right there. And I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to sound like. So I thought that having the, the mic closer to my mouth, like higher up, like mouth level if you will would be the way to go but i i look at b uh, pardon me i look at c and it's always below so i'm gonna try going below i don't know i'm doing everything i can i'm almost eating this fucking mic i think that this basement down <laughs> here no matter where i am there's a little bit of echo and there's nothing <laughs> i can do a little bit notice? of echo from c you know what it is though i've got this dog bed that my dog doesn't use and I've, I, it, it seems like it's it's perfect for it's a sound barrier. So I'm also oh, I just put it right there. It's like a you gotta added put protection. your mic back in its litter box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but mine's not on screen. Yeah, you've got to put just put the litter box right in front of you. Did you notice I was cupping the balls backwards again, Brandon? Like I'm eating ass. It's you know, dead. it's funny because I, I I did it too, and then I tried reversing it, but but instead of just like instead of just. Using the other hand, I switched hands like I know my left hand is my ball cupping hand. So I went like this. <laughs> like he knows. Yeah, like I knew. Like, it's like nature. Evident- yeah, evidently I know that my left hand, if I ever turn gay, is my ball cupping hand. <laughs> like a vampire if I ever turn gay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because you're because you be master not masturbating because you be stroking with your right like this and cupping the balls like this with the left it makes but the sense. Weird, but the weird thing is I'm lefty, but yet I feel like oh, maybe right. I feel like attention to to the balls is more important. <laughs> I'm actually trying to figure out if I'm like a lefty or righty. <laughs> like I'm going up the bat. <laughs> no, it's you're going like this. You're stroking with your right because that you're comfortable, and then because you I'm, I'm sure when you take pleasure yourself, you use your right hand unless you're B, you use your left. But you know what I mean. You use well, you your switch it up. Sword. Yeah, this feels right. Oh man! All right, maybe I am. Uh, a... Jeez, me! How big is this freaking thing? <laughs> he's like, he's like, you know, like a fucking, like a fucking trombone. <laughs> like this, this is me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. More realistic. I don't know who be sucking up. Even Lexington Steel's not that huge. <laughs> okay, listen. 
Let me see. You guys made fun of me with that that thing, that mic box, that thing that I built because of uh, Watson. Now wait a minute. You said something about a, a dog bed. Now here's a pillow. If I hold this pillow up like this, does this make a difference? Do I sound more clear now with, with a pillow up like this? I can't hold the pillow. Yes, up all show. yes, yeah, it does. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, see, okay, you should now, hold now, it now, the whole show. I'm going That's to get really that. Thing. I'm going to put it up there. Hold on, you guys carry on without. I'm going to figure. No, I was joking. We're we joking. We're fucking with you, Dave. We're fucking with you. You sounded no different. We you no different. <laughs> I'm just trying to sound. Ah, uh, Dave, I'm Braden, sorry, buddy. Braden went with it. I knew instantly what he was doing because I heard no difference, and I was just like, "Oh, let's let's get him to hold the pillow there." The I will say it, 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 it is kind of funny because Chris A.K.A. Scott reached out, and I love how we have to call him Chris A.K.A. Scott every fucking time we bring him up. Nobody knows but... whether his name is really Chris or Scott. <laughs> That's great, but anyway, so uh, he mentioned that he went back to listen because he didn't realize that the old episodes were still on uh, Apple Podcasts, etc. And so when I told him that, he's like, oh, shit, I didn't even know. So he went back and listened to some old ones. And he said, I don't know what you guys did differently, but it was in the first five episodes. He goes, you guys sound like you're in the same room. And I remember that. I don't know. what. Like, I mean, I've moved since. You've moved since. What five shows? Wait a minute. The first five episodes of our show. Of this show, period? Of our show. And it's true. Something about it, we, and I don't know if it was because I was hardwired to self-destruct at the old house. I don't know if it was the acoustics in the old house a bit more. If it was the acoustics at your old place, D, but we did, there was a difference. I don't know if if it's Skype. I think it's a combination of things because the microphone hasn't changed. Yours has. Yours has gotten better, actually. But our environments have changed and Skype has evolved. And sometimes I think it's, Skype. Your 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 pop filter is pointing right at your cock. That's why yeah. you're not getting the best sounds you are. Look at it. <laughs> oh, I also use a sock at that time, so maybe I should go back to the sock. Yeah. yeah. I didn't move. Sock. I was supposed to move. I was supposed to get married and move in with my girlfriend, but I broke up with her because of the sound quality of this first five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't jeopardize this, honey. You, you understand, right? Yeah. You'll find good, someone else. Good luck to you. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I'll see you in episode 200. Well, man, I think it's my basement, man. I think it's because I'm in this basement. There's literally nothing. At least this is a much better sound than I used to have in that other room, in that Friday the 13th room. It echoed like mad. But I believe there's a t- there's just a tad bit of echo no matter where I am in this basement. But this is the only place I feel comfortable. I don't want to do it upstairs on my couch in my fucking living room. Plus, my family's around. You know what I yeah. mean? I, I could lock myself in a bedroom. I, I have a spare room. I could do that if I wanted to. But I, I wanted this to be the place. This is my, my hangout. And I got the couch. You know what I mean? This yeah, is, exactly. That's what it, it should be. I mean, but B, my, party, but C, you sound the same. You've always sounded great. And every time I listen back, I'm like, I just want to sound exactly like C sounds. You know what I mean? But I, maybe it's because you're recording. But I don't know. I, I think had I a nickel every time I heard that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm going to look at my, my uh, thing here. Okay, let's see here. The volume is about a quarter of the way. Let's see. I love it. Our, the BS show has become like our troubleshooting show. Uh, what, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's just like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Talk about mud flies. Here's how to assemble a blue snowball. <laughs> yeah. How does Brandon cup his balls again? Left or right? What, what, what do I miss? Where's <laughs> yeah. the game? Not at all. It's it's like it's like rubbing your belly and patting your head at the same time. I don't think I can do it. What do you think? See, 
What do you think? Where should the gain be? This gain control. I had it in the middle. Should, could I change that? Does that make a difference? Well, well gain. gain will make you will will boost up your volume, obviously, too. So that's not necessarily. Right do you have a light indicator? Like I never look at the damn light in indicator, but when I look at it, like there, I went a bit red because I'm like looking directly at it and talking right into the thing. But <laughs> you want the the balance? I just say, do you have a light indicator on there? I've got a light that will go green, yellow, or red depending on how fucking oh. loud I get. Directly oh. on the microphone, you do? Yeah. Wow, that's high tech. Holy shit. <laughs> My, I have the cheapest of the mics here. I got the yeah. OG Blue Snowball. Doesn't, that's a nice mic. Doesn't, it doesn't even tell me if it's on. Are you on? Would... Are you it has been on for 157 episodes. <laughs> you, I, you know I don't if you know I that. Call? I have Sorry. a red light on my mute button. It's like right now it's red. If I guess if I if I you know if I press it, it, it it'll the light will leave and say that I'm on. I mute. noticed that Maybe you it's... guys sound the best when you press the mute button. That's <laughs> what I've noticed for 156 episodes. I've never pressed it, so there you go. So I've got the I've got a gain wheel at the side, but all that does is then it just if you play with it too much, like I got an indicator telling me that I'm I'm coming in a little too hot. So you want well, to just adjust your, it? So. Doesn't your volume automatically lower when you come in hot? I try not to do that, but yeah, my volume will adjust if I get too low or yell. It'll go from like the hundred percent down to like ninety or something. You can have that, but it's ideal if you can kind of figure out the settings. That's kind of like automated, and it works, and it, and it's good. And, and and maybe I should do that because then you know those shows where I've come in over modulated, like I'll move my mic, come back, and I don't adjust it, and then I've done the show, and there's been two shows where you can't even hear me, no no comment branded, and I I had to figure out a way <laughs> to get around that. I had to really? layer my voice like a few times to get me up to some sort of audible listening level, and then there's others where I come in like, and then I'm like, oh my god, and I'm the one editing. I'm like, I can't. See if I did that right this. now, what you just did, that growling sound, my volume would drop big time. You hear that Try little it. cut? I know what you're talking about. I don't. Yeah. It, it, I don't hear it in my in my thing. I hear. I see it in my settings, just in my recording settings. It's just automatic. I'll adjust it back up to one hundred percent. You mean on screen you're talking about? You have your volume settings on screen as you're Skyping? Yeah, like if I go to like change oh, sound systems and I go to recording and I hit my microphone, it says check levels. And right now my microphone is at 100, which I keep it at 100 yeah. right now. And the way I'm talking right now, even when I'm talking like this, it's not dropping. If I go like that, it just drops to 94. Yeah, I yell. yeah it, takes, it, takes, uh, uh, it takes like a milliseconds to like to readjust. But yeah, you don't notice yeah. it. That's good. It's fine. It's It's working. Yeah, so, and that's Tech Talk. Tech Talk got, for the PS show. <laughs> this is our TED Talk on Tech Talk. Before we get into anything horror, I got I, I just, again, a quick hot take, because we were texting last night, and I watched okay. the Mini Saints of New York, and so did Dave, and Dave has watched it now twice and wants to watch it a third time, it's and Newark. he seems to love it. Newark. Newark. I didn't say New York. I know. You said New York. I know. I said New York. <laughs> It's a combination. Yeah. It's not Delaware. I went to school in Delaware and it was Newark, Delaware, but it's Newark, New Jersey. Newark. Anyway, that. I'm not going to say the movie didn't have good components to it, but overall, it was a mess. There were were just scenes that went nowhere, plots that went nowhere, but the acting was stellar and there was a couple of great standout scenes. But overall, I thought it was was a, a big mess. I'm so, so sorry that we cannot spoil right now because I believe yeah. that everything you said, I can have an answer to. Being 
and I, there's no other way to say this without sounding fucking arrogant. There's nothing to be arrogant about. There's nothing to be arrogant about, but some about, people would be. About, about your knowledge about, of the show? Yeah. Okay. But I, I'm not knowledgeable enough that I know that there's other people out there that are more so than me. I wanted to make a video explaining everything after I watched the movie yesterday, before I even talked to you, just because of how much is actually happening. I wanted to make a video. And if I was like good at that stuff, like you see with, uh, you know, and I knew how to do videos and shit and have pictures come in and everything else. And I would have done something just, you know, explaining all the fucking, the nods and what this meant and what that, and, and all the tie-ins and do it all. And, and what, what, what led to what on the show. But I'm thinking, I believe someone is working really hard on this right now. And if I do one, it's going to pale in comparison because there are people, even though I've watched the show, more than anybody I know, I know there's always someone else out there, especially someone that's getting paid to do professional videos and shit like that, that's going to come out and they're going to put out a similar video. So I opted against it. I didn't want to. We're getting them- paid, but they're not professional. <laughs> I also feel this played out like a part one to not the show being part two. Because I know everyone's like, of course, it's the prequel. It's a lead up to then oh, like, more. the show that we saw. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, they this felt many, they empty. They have many saints, so they'll probably do more. <laughs> this is one or two more. Patron saints of Well, the like, many whatever. saints. <laughs> you, you know what that already means, yeah. though. Because... Yeah, the name, the last name. It, it translated. But I'm just saying not... there needs to be almost a, a bridge from this movie to the Sopranos still, because I don't know, like, they're, sorry? I mean, there doesn't have to be. They could never do anything again, and that would be fine because I love it, but I truly, I truly wish there was a, first thing I said afterwards was, I wish this was a miniseries. I wish it wasn't yeah, three hours, six. I wish that this could be an actual series that they did. If that's what it should have been. people now, while they're at the age they're at. Yeah, but I mean, it's hard to do. I like, plus, He's always wanted to do a movie. This is the deal. David Chase has always envisioned doing a Sopranos movies. Now, I initially it was supposed to be the Can't ending. Wait till he does one. <laughs> the ending of the show. It was supposed I, to be. Now, what happened was because there was contract disputes and some other things happened in season six. Season six ultimately ended up getting cut in half, and there's a season six part one and a part two. So it's a, in essence like a really long season. But initially, the show was supposed to end on a movie. I remember hearing this back then. So now I'm thinking he probably wanted to make a movie, but after James Gandolfini passed, well, I can't do this. I can't do it now. I can't do it ten years later. Let's see what the, the crew is up to or something like that. So the only logical other place to go is okay, prequel. So he writes prequel, and now maybe that's his movie that he finally got, that which is great. But I mean, can it spawn into other things? I hope so. I want more. To me, David Chase is like uh, Ryan Murphy can do no wrong. And but Chase's she- idea was that Gandolfini was killed in the finale, so he technically could do a film. Hey, yeah, no, his idea wasn't that. You could do. He, I've looked into it. It wasn't that at all. And honestly, Chase, at this point, Chase, I, the only Chase person I want to write another one is Dan Chase. That's <laughs> the yeah, only I person want, I want to take a stab at another Sopranos. I want, yeah, I want Dan Chase to play David Chase. Yeah. <laughs> listen, gonna be listen. I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about the Easter eggs or or the things that would play out into something bigger later, because. Those were kind of cool. I'm talking about just like story elements and and structures just being abandoned and and and, 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 and just being dull in the middle and not being interesting. So okay, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going to say so. So the 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 black aspect to the movie, and I'm not going down the the woke. I read a ton of reviews. People are going, "What's this woke bullshit?" 
It has nothing to do with that. That was the time, and that's that's a that's a bullshit. I hate this excuse now that everything's woke because really it's not. Other than my, I, I cracked I cracked a stellar joke last week, Brandon, and the best part of it was that there was dead silence for like two three seconds <laughs> afterwards, and it just sat there. It just died. It just uh, died in the air, and I, I, I a tear came out of my eye. And uh, <laughs> you gotta listen, B. Yeah, I won't no, repeat I it because, uh, but it, it, I'll well, put it on the page. So many times, it was so bad. <laughs> I just threw it out there. I'm like, compensate. Yeah, Did for you. Want, because he uh. wasn't here. We were trying to do his jokes. We were trying to say, be a Christian. A couple of times said he goes, "I'm just gonna interject this because if Brandon was here, he would have said this here, and he would he would leave, <laughs> and he was right." I'm like, you Man. played both. He played both parts. Nice. Yeah, he did. Went both ways too. Yes, I, I haven't watched it yet. I plan on watching it tonight because I've been waiting for my dad because he was a big Sopranos fan also. But uh, well, yeah, I mean, I've, I, I'm surprised. I really thought like I've been hearing mostly positive, so I was. Oh, surprised. the the acting and the look I liked, yeah. uh, and and I wasn't. I was. I liked the Sopranos quite a bit. I enjoyed the series. I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, but my wife. Carrie, she's a, she was a super fan, and she was very disappointed with it too, like very disappointed. And yeah. so the the whole again, since since Brandon's going to watch it, I just wanted that I won't go into too much detail. But I thought I thought that that one aspect is literally abandoned. I don't even think that they did anything what with the characterization what is, or build. What, you could say, it. go ahead. I, you know, the, me, I the, the black uh, rise factor. You mean okay? Now listen to me. What? How was the, that? That was just what was going on at the time, and this set things up. Now there had to be a foe, right? The Soprano family. Well, listen to me. This is a you still have to have gangster shit, and you have yeah. to have an antagonist and a protagonist, and um, what's the word I'm looking for? A clash. A, you had to have something. A conflict. Now, you got to have conflict. I get, conflict. I get it. Okay. Yeah. You had to have a conflict. So, in the means of this family, the conflict comes later on in life. But the thing is, in this particular movie, they weren't going to have them feuding against other Italians because they never fucked with the five families. They weren't like that. They were a small crew. They never had a full-scale war, and this is addressed in the show, that they haven't gone to the mattresses since so-and-so. So to have a shoe-end fucking beef with some other Italian gang would have been too no, typical. So, But I, I like it. I like it. And I'm only interjecting because I actually like the setup and build for then nothing. What do you you got to have your own. It, it, there, there's got to be. It, you can't just have it float in. A, it, like, oh, there's something that comes after this. Great, there but is. we need we need resolution now for certain things. There is things. resolution. See, uh. you're missing something, I think. Because do you realize when there is a kill at the end of the movie, okay, who does it and why? Yes, but I, I still okay, think, Brandon, watch resolution. it. Watch it. We'll get back. Uh, right. I don't. This is what I'm I don't saying. know. That is the resolution. They had to get somebody had to get a patsy. They had to get something to happen. And this guy felt he was betrayed by this guy. This guy felt he was betrayed by this guy. And then these people are over here trying to rise and do their own thing because you see hints of it throughout. And if you look at the uh, the, the riots and the stuff that's going on, our main guy that I'm not going to say his name or who he was, he didn't even want to take any part of it. He was on a different level. He's like, this isn't getting us anywhere. I want us to rise above. Meanwhile, his wife is telling him in bed, oh, you're a riot, this and that. He goes, you think that a black man's going to do this one day? You think this? So this guy is the only one from that, that got out of that and wanted to, to take it to the next level. He even started getting involved with the, the righteousness and, and that crew there when they were talking about, All good. You know, That's, okay. again, that, I... I 
I guess that's what it is. It's like you've got this thing like throughout, which you need because like you mentioned in conflict and whatever. But I, it doesn't take away from the fact that the the final product I felt had just like like great scenes, great scenes and great acting, just with like scenes that I felt like they went nowhere, and then just a time frame that went. On. You know when you always say you fell out of the movie. I fell out of this movie. I started going, what? I turned to my wife. I go, what the fuck's going on here? But I didn't want to, like, I, I felt bad because I'm like, I like, I, and she's that's like, she like she goes, it, like, you're yelling at her during the no, movie. No, like, but that's why I, I was so worried. I go, is it just me? She's like, no, some, it, it just is like falling flat. She goes, something's just not like, they just are like grinding gears or something at this point. We need it to the next level. And there's a couple of, th- I, again, I without spoiling it, I'm, I'm dancing around, like, the brothers being the same. Like, I, I'm like, why did they do that? Like, have they ever mentioned oh. twins before or whatever? I don't know. Like, just, like, yeah, the brother. Yeah, but they never mentioned them, but they never talked about Hollywood Dicky. He came up in, 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 in his, it was mentioned once in the whole run of The Sopranos about Malta Santi, Chrissy's grandfather. They only mentioned Hollywood Dickey one time. It came up, so it was a name, and we knew that he was in. Again, he was only an associate. How did you suck he Hollywood Dickey even... off? Is that what they called Junior? <laughs> yeah, oh, Hollywood Dickey. Junior. <laughs> junior, Junior Soprano yeah. there between his legs. <laughs> no, see, and then and those calls, like they those characters younger are great, uh, and so there, yeah, there's right. there's good stuff to be had. Just overall, it felt very messy and incomplete, and and it just. Sort of you know lays what it sounds there. like to me. Sits you know there. what it sounds like to me. Honestly, it sounds like the show. I, my dad is definitely more of the super fan than I am. I'll he'll rewatch episodes all the time. Me, I enjoyed the show. I probably won't go back and revisit it. But like, I always felt like even during the show, like I wanted more. Like it was building towards like I, I, I guess like a like the mob movies you would watch on TV now, like where it's like all out wars and craziness and violence. But that wasn't The Sopranos. So I think I'm going to enjoy the movie because I think I'm, I think I know what to expect from the movie, which is probably more heavy dialogue, information driven, and, uh, and is... not so much more about the violence, but about the rise of of the characters. That... And, yeah, and, it, I... and it very much is that. But yeah, that's the, and that's that what whole I good totally expect. The whole good deed things, the whole good deed sequences. You know what that's with, all with... about. You know why? Well, I don't know why. But it just again because he did something terrible. No, no, I know why he did it. I know the guilt factor, but I don't. But the problem with it is, I still have to watch the fucking movie, and those scenes are just like you're like, what? what, Where's this going? Why is this happening? Because the guy inside knows exactly what's going. There's always been a supernatural type of thing in in the Sopranos throughout with David Chase. There is always, and David Chase is like, you know what people say about uh. Um, not Alfred Hitchcock, um, Stanley Kubrick, how everything, there's nothing done by accident, every placement, every this, that is how David Chase is. Everything that you see and everything that he does, even a picture on the wall and a line that's executed here and is executed again later on in the franchise and the way it, there is so much depth that I don't think a casual observer of The Sopranos can sit and watch it. it, it they're not even going to, that's why I said to me, this is this is how I summed it up. I told my brother, and I, I will confess to this, the first 45 minutes, see, my brother looked at me and he goes, man, I don't know about all this and what's going on. Because when we, when we saw all this stuff going on with the riots and, and the black folks and all that being involved, and I'm thinking, what does this have to do with anything that's going to happen later? I was thinking it too. I didn't want to think it. But then when it all wrapped up in a bow, I was like, bravo. And when the movie the fucking way. ended. I liked that, well, see, the, the build. And then it just didn't, I felt like it just, boop. 
Like no and again, is it is it a is it a is it a success or a failure to then appease diehard Soprano fans, but then alienate every fucking buddy else? <laughs> Maybe David Chase doesn't give a fuck, and he says this is for the people that he doesn't really... give a fuck because he. I thought he hated the Sopranos. I thought he created it and then hated it because it brought him so much attention and fame, and he hated it for that reason. So the fact that he came back for I don't think I could be wrong. So it's, it's surprising that he came back for the prequel, but. Well, I, I might have that information wrong. Okay. He always wanted to do a movie. And at the end, my brother and I had ended. We were like, wow. We were like, this And I, this is the first thing I said. And this is what I told you yesterday. I said, I don't know. I said, for people like us that know everything inside and out and every, motivations which happen in the show and this leads to this and this is going to because of this happened here. There's a few things we always wondered about the past. It, it's almost, and my brother said this, he goes, it's almost like the Star Wars prequels all wrapped up into one. And you <laughs> see this happening here and th- what happens here, this is what leads to this. And it's like, that's what I said. I go, the thing is someone that that isn't a casual fan may watch it and say, okay, I was expecting The Sopranos. This isn't The Sopranos, or this is not what I was thinking. But for us, every little thing, and then I watched it the second time, and I picked up on more stuff, and I'm like, holy shit, this happened here, and then at the end. Like Junior, for example, makes a comment when Tony's father gets out of jail because he says something's happening on the block. This family moved into this house, and this, and he's complaining about it. And Junior said made a statement, and then at the end <laughs> – his actions precisely are what caused that to happen at the end of the thing. And then later on in life, that ends up hurting him. And then later on in life, Junior does the same thing in this movie that he ended up doing in The Sopranos when he tried to assassinate Tony. He goes the same route. And I don't want to spoil and leave, but there are so many, even as soon as I saw the bird in the garage, I looked at my brother like I said, oh, I said, you know what that is, right? And he's like, yeah. And it's just, see, but they called attention to the bird, and I almost wish they didn't. They kind of brought it a little more in your face later. There was a conversation someone said about the bird, and I almost wish they would have let it go. That was the one that they took, and they kind of explained a little bit, but there are like a dozen other things that just happen, and unless you know all this stuff, you're not going to know what that little freaking thing meant. That's what I'm saying. Everything David Chase does, and I listen to the podcast with, um, you know, with Michael Imperioli, and uh, and Sharipa, um, you know, from the show, and they say it all the time. Anytime there's there's questions or they're talking to someone else, they interview people on the show, the cast director, this that. They have different guests, and they all say, "Well, we all know that everything David does, nothing is by accident. Everything's done with intent, and it's going to lead to this, and there's a payoff." And it's true. And I didn't know that until listening to that. Now I look at the show in different ways, and they give examples, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" So then I go back and I watch this. I go, "Truly." that is right. Everything does lead to something eventually on the show. And if you're as familiar with the show, you'll, you'll love it. However, that's what I said. I go for the casual guy. I could see somebody watching it and saying, eh, I, I don't get it, but I'm thrilled. I'm, I, I'm beyond. It's still got to, it's wait. still got to be its own thing. And I think, I mean, don't get me wrong. It is evident. Obviously it's, it's, it's its own thing. The downfall is it's doesn't actually have resolution in the sense of, of, I, I, I find there's just too much open-endedness to it. it and it needed it needed to have certain resolution and charity. certain build i feel like there's it's just scenes thrown together that eventually come to an end it needed what more journey fuck? soundtrack yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting to see your take and the music some music choices that were used there was a music choice used in this one that was used in two other soprano episodes for similar moments things like that and there's a reason for it it's just like the members only tie in from episode one and then later on and then the way it ends and everything. And there's always this little bit of supernatural 
thing that's built in there that some people, like I said, they may not know about. And then when they talk about the dreams and what that leads to, and this is what I'm saying. The Sopranos can be viewed at face value or it can be viewed. Uh, if you've seen it so many times, some things you can't help but notice because you know the dialogue so well, but we can't spend too much time. Hopefully I know, time. I know, We but I agree. I mean, spoilers. I'm glad you like I want to answer your questions. <laughs> I want to answer your questions and I want to show you why this has everything to do with decisions that are made. Yeah, this wrong. is all about motivations which happen later on in the franchise. But I'm not, I'm see, I'm not, I don't think I'm arguing that. I don't, I think I'm just arguing that this movie doesn't have a beginning, middle and end in, in a traditional sense that actually feels like there's growth and resolution for what we're actually witnessing at the beginning and middle. Like I, the that's tragedy. where I'm going with it. Like, but it, it, it'll be interesting to see what Brandon's take is on it as well. Um, all yeah. I'll say is that after this ended, my wife and I then caught up with Ted Lasso and The Morning Show, both the newest episodes that just came out this week, and I was thoroughly entertained by both of those, and they were fantastic. And I actually didn't like the first five minutes of Ted Lasso because I kept rethinking back to the movie I just watched and said, why was that such a disappointment to me? And then I just shook it off and enjoyed the show for what it was. Which is what your parents <laughs> used to say to each other. Why is he such a disappointment to me? <laughs> oh, wait, the morning show. The morning yeah. show isn't like an AM show with fucking um, this person and that person. It's, no, it's, on a, it's, Apple, it's on Apple TV. It's a, it's a series with uh, Jennifer it. Aniston and um, Renee Zell, not Renee Zellweger, holy... Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon, exactly. Sorry. Oh, I saw a commercial for something on who. Boy, Reese looks like she's still freaking in her twenties. I was like, wow. Yeah, really I didn't see age. that. She doesn't age. She looks fucking fantastic. She looks, her and Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston actually. I think that Jennifer Aniston looks great too. She still looks great. They both do, but but uh, but Reese looks great as uh, it looks like she's still fucking twenty. <laughs> it's like crazy. I'm like, wow. But yeah, uh, I gotta I gotta get out. That lasso. I never heard of that until like two weeks ago, and all of a sudden I keep seeing it come up. That's so I don't know what it is. Well, because it it, 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 it won a bunch of Emmys. Emmys. It was nominated so, for like twenty five Emmys or something, and it, it won a came bunch out, of them. So it came out either at the end of last year or the beginning of this year, and it might have been earlier. But anyway, what it might have actually been what, last summer. It, but yeah, it's season two. It might have even been last yeah. summer. And I remember saying, "Well, we've got Apple TV Plus. Why not watch it?" And we never did. And then. So my my wife and son watched the first couple of episodes. They go, Christian, you got to watch this with us. You'll love it. And so then we went back and I and, like, and again we just it. binged we'll it. It was so good. It, it, it's so it's such a great comedy, and they do so much more. In the second season, they're getting more experimental, which is great. There's one episode that just deviates from the show in a sense, and it's like after hours. Or like Mystery Date, or one of those movies from the 80s or, or early 90s where it's like one night in the life of somebody and it's like everything that goes either right or wrong as you follow them through the night. I always used to love those movies. Like uh, Scorsese's After Hours, I think, is is one of them. Um, and it's one episode that's just like that where they just say, see you later, have a good night. And he's like, okay, take care, see you tomorrow. And it follows that guy for the night and all the Dude, misadventures he gets like into. last night in Soho was going to be, like After Hours from Scorsese. Did that come out already? I don't think so, but that's oh. like every time I hear feels every time I yeah. think of that movie, I feel like it's going to be like After Hours because After Hours is just a bonkers fucking movie. I've never seen it. I've never seen After Hours. So and I, a, I, I know how yeah. Steve feels now. My joke fell dead flat, dead flat. I was just like, oh, why? I don't because <laughs> uh, she was like what my, my what? wife. She was like my wife and. And son watched uh, Ted Lasso, and they're like, "You gotta watch this, Christian." And I'm like, "I will watch it." And call me dead. And, 
<laughs> it's like he didn't hear it. <laughs> I didn't hear it. That's a great joke. <laughs> I'm glad you repeated it. I wasn't. What the fuck? I, I'm gonna watch it. Call me dad. <laughs> it's oh. me. It's my fault because I, I remember if it's this fucking ADHD brain of mine that if I get something in my head in the middle of a conversation, I have to hold it there and concentrate on what I'm going to say. Otherwise, when other people are finished talking, I'm going to forget to say the point. So it's a real fucking shitty thing about having this condition is that you can't listen to people as much as you want to in the moment because they say something and I want to retort to it. So I think about my retort as soon as it ha- – and I have to keep it there as my primary focus instead of hanging on every other word they say after they made their first comment. It sucks, but it's part of life. I think our like, minds go crazy. That I've, We've done that a bunch of times. There are actually people that yeah. have pointed out like, hey, we missed that banger of a uh, comment or joke that Brandon said, and they'll, they'll put it on there because we just talked over it or continued on our, our – like kind of what, what just happened right there. And if Brandon didn't draw sucks. attention to it, I'm sure someone else would. What is that? Hi. That's my pumpkin tort. pie with chocolate. That's my tort. <laughs> a tort? Is it a pie thing? Yeah. What was? Yeah. What was it? Okay, Brandon. Now that you repeat it, I gotta, I gotta tell you the joke because you'll never listen to the episode. <laughs> Fuck, what were, what, it was about Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh yeah, the producers are trying to remake Nightmare on Elm Street, but they're having problems because everyone's woke. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's and it's a pretty big much joke. Yeah. That's a big joke. Everyone's woke. <laughs> <laughs> and that, That's a good joke. But it's believable because everything is woke. So I thought he was making a statement because no, something happened. Like, Freddie's a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know, but because <laughs> I, he's yay! I finally get my dude. Because then Gary's like, "Oh no, it didn't go over my head." I'm like, "Well, then that just means it was a horrible joke." <laughs> no, but I think what happened was like, like D said, we were talking about it, and I just. I just put it in casual conversation that they actually thought there was a remake coming and then that they actually thought that it was being <laughs> kiboshed because of the, the current climate of Sheesh. not having a child, a child pedophile or child pedophile, a pedophile, <laughs> a child pedophile. Can you be a child pedophile? So if you're nine years old and, and you did a seven year old, are you considered a child pedophile? I don't even want to get into this conversation. That's God, my daughter just scared me. Holy cow. She, might, she walked in and she goes, no, not to your 16, she said. <laughs> it doesn't count. The so nine year old to the seven year old, they're not a child pedophile. No, but that means there'd be like something wrong with them, like mental. Well, obviously. We know this. <laughs> Right. Yeah, always, she always comes in at the perfect time yeah. when Dave's like, Can I challenge me a pedophile? Yeah. Like, huh? Dad. <laughs> so 16 is pedophile age. Yeah. It's official. Okay. All right. You can do whatever it's you want until you're 16. You can do whatever you want until you're 16. That's I, like, I don't took, think that's, I don't think that's true. That yeah, yeah. That's what Dave took away from that guy. I can do whatever <laughs> I, I want. It's like we tried. Hold on. You can't be tried as an adult until you're... What I'm saying is you can get away with doing things with much less punishment until you're... Oh, I shouldn't be saying this in front of my daughter who's 15. Oops. But anyway, um, I knew I was turning 16 one day when the day was coming, so I wanted to do one more bad thing before I turned 16. The day before, August 1st, I committed a crime, knowing that I, I wasn't going to be tried as a 16-year-old plus just because it was one last thing I could do. So I, was it a child went, oh, pedophile crime? It was nothing pedophile. It was it was vandalism. But it was one final thing I could do. You told this story on the show before. I, I remember this. Was it a break? Was it something with the windows? Yes, it was shooting at cars. Right. <laughs> on the window, and the guy came in. Oh, <laughs> they hit the, don't you remember this, B? 
Oh, like, like with the BB guns? He's not even talking to us. Dave's in another oh, world right now. Didn't the guy chase them and, they, and they hid in the snow? Didn't you guys hide in the snow or something? <laughs> hide in the snow? No, 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 no. I it was it was summertime. It was August the first. Uh, I was. Then, um, yeah, it's harder to hide in the snow during the summer. Yeah, I was shooting <laughs> stuff out of my window, my window of my uh, my mother's house, my parents' house, and I had a slingshot. And I was shooting at cars going by, and I fucking hit a guy's glass as he, as he drive by, and the glass broke. I, I wasn't trying to do that. I was just trying to hit cars, you know what I mean? But not not scare him <laughs> like I have to death and freaking blow out his freaking passenger side window. You know what I mean? How did you know it was you, though? How did you know it was your house? Because he looked up, and he saw me in the window. <laughs> slammed on his brake. He, he had to hold the shot. It was such a good shot. He had to hold the finish an extra 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? <laughs> the funny thing is, I ducked. As soon as it hit, I heard the, the glass shaking, and me and my buddy ducked. And then we probably got back up, and he, he probably stopped. Of course, you're going to stop when your window shatters. So he probably stopped his car, parked, looked around really quick, and he saw, you know, curtains in the window or some shit going on, whatever the hell it was. And but wait, bottom wait, line is this. Just your window. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I would only get community service. I think I got 35 hours, maybe, because I had gotten it a couple times before. So I knew that I was going to youth court we have youth court now when you go to youth court it doesn't follow you for the rest of your life this and that you do your community service it's over so like i said i want to do one more bad thing before i have to go straight <laughs> I, love, I love how your mind works i want to do one I'm more like, bad thing, thing. <laughs> being bad is fun i don't give a i don't care what anybody says it, so you and bad. your buddy went to youth court yes yes we did so you guys were the two youths yeah <laughs> the two what the two what so Ted Lasso, is it about the rodeo or something or no? Yep. Yeah, it's about the rodeo. <laughs> I'm sorry, Christian. I should have just let you know. Yep. Yeah. No, just it's like about just like the pillow. It's so about it's like about a no, no. It's about like a, a two American oh, coaches what? that have been brought over to the UK to coach soccer. And forget it. <laughs> forget about it. It's fantastic. It's, I don't like the it, name. It's Ted Lasso. I don't. Well, That's his like name. That's his name, though. <laughs> Dumb. Why they, they? It's a creation. Why name him Ted Lasso? Why not name him freaking Ted Hogan? You know what I, whatever. I just. Or why you even would, call? And it? you would think it was a wrestling show if it was Ted Hogan. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why not call it Coaching UK or some clever fucking thing? I don't know. Coaching UK. But, that would have been more clever. Yeah. No, but that's <laughs> off the top of my head. I'm gonna you know, I gotta kibosh this conversation. Lasso <laughs> is probably like how he rounds up the troops and and gathers up his team it's probably meant to be a, a play on the on the word lasso oh, but like you're thinking of yeah okay all right yeah, the, yeah that was the, the original pie, pie. name <laughs> yeah well that's the r kelly thing i watched yeah. that whole fucking thing when i was away at work about three weeks ago and i was like how how flagrant is that that he actually called himself the pie piper and the pie piper fucking lured children away yeah. with this fucking music and to give advantage of them that's what he did but that's a whole other story that i'm did glad the that pie piper got... ever pee on the children though <laughs> 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 the Pied Peeper. Yes. The Pied Peeper. What, what is with that guy? I thought that guy was gone like decades ago. Uh, now he's gone. <laughs> he got busted. What happened is because everything that happened with the show, some more people started coming out. And, and, you know, then he had to go to court and he's been in court for like a couple of years and Which sentencing show? finally happened. You fucking court, got the, court though, because he was peeing on kids. Surviving R. Kelly. It's on Netflix. Watch it. Watch you know how you fucking... survive R. Kelly? Keep your mouth shut. 
He did so much. That dude, it goes way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch that, it goes way beyond anything that I could even have imagined he was doing. I had no idea shit went this crazy with him, but it did, it's, dude, just watch it. You're doing everything but creating music (laughs) that people wanted to listen to. (laughs) He still was, and he was smart with the stuff he released at the time he released it. It was all very methodical with what he was doing when the fingers were pointing at him, then he was changing his style, and it's, dude, watch it. And watch the, 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 the trial, the trials of Gabriel Fernandez if you want to fucking cry like a bitch and be depressed for two days. Because I'll tell you what, that fucking show, I, I've never watched anything, anything that fucking fucked me up as much as that show did. It's That's on Netflix. on Netflix, right? What's the name Dude, of it? Sorry? Trials of the Gabriel Trials Fernandez. of Gabriel Fernandez. Holy Why do they call him Fernandez? Why don't they change his name like Gabriel of Lasso? <laughs> it's his real name. He's a person. <laughs> That's why. Who would be named Ted Lasso? Is there a human being walking that with the last name of Lasso? And if yeah. your last name is Lasso, you better get involved in the rodeo. Wasn't Lasso the dog? The dog that saved Timmy from the well? That's Come Lassie. here, Lasso. Come here. Oh, Lasso. <laughs> yeah. Lasso. Is like, Surviving <laughs> R. Kelly on Netflix, too, or no? Yes. And, okay, they're both on Netflix. It's just like John Wick. I never watched John Wick for years because I thought it was a ridiculous name. What, do you think he's running a, a Yankee Candle or something? I have no idea. But when a, <laughs> Why would you name a guy John Wick? I, I'm just saying it's not Marvel. John Wick, John Wick is pure entertainment. You're missing out on just pure entertainment. No, no. I watched one and I watched part two. I, oh, okay. I'm going to watch part three. I, I'm in the minority of thinking part two. Honestly, I've made, I made a, a really shitty review, and I'm in total minority here. John Wick 2 is like watching your friend play video games. It's like sitting back and like going, okay, do I go to, like, can I, can I play now? Because like, it's just like, you're just watching somebody play and it's, it's frustrating. It just, I, the, the I, end of John Wick 2 is my, <laughs> is one of my favorite scenes in movies. I just, I, forgot I feel it. it's so awesome. Just when he's, already, when the hit, when they put the hit out on him and he's walking through the park. And he's looking at everyone, and everyone's looking at him. Basically, everybody oh, yeah. in the park is like a yeah. hitman or a hit woman. Yeah, I like the I like the first one. I like the first one, and I actually didn't mind the third. Everybody thought the I, third one like went all, off the I rails. Like I like that one. Yeah. Went off the rails. I heard two was the one that's not liked. The More most. so. I heard like two was. They're all. Oh, nuts, I thought it was three. I thought people put oh. two as like the, on this pedestal of of action. I, again, oh. it's the vibe I got anyway, but that's why I was look, so looking forward to it because I like that shit. I like the Expendables, the Expendables movies. I'm I'm looking forward to this fourth one that's coming out. Did hey, you just say the Expendables? Expendables. Maybe <laughs> I did. I was talking so fast because there's Lacey so many things. Yeah, <laughs> going on. Cut to the Expendables. I look, Cindy Lou Who. Here's the argument. We can't even start asking people about Rocky Four versus Nightmare Two because Nightmare Two isn't getting a director's cut that's coming back to theaters for one day and this big hoopla. Rocky Four wins hands fucking down. No, it doesn't. That's why. See, I was thinking about this in the shower today. I go, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> you think about Sylvester Stallone in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> that's all Let's I go! I was thinking about Rocky Four, and I was thinking to myself, I know why. There's no way he would dare touch Rocky One, Two, or Three because of how good they are. He probably went back and saw Four and said, "Well, what the fuck? We shouldn't have done this. We shouldn't have done that." He might have sat down and watched for the first time in his life Rockies in a row. He might never, because you know a lot of actors don't watch their movies. He might have watched One, Two, and Three and was just moved by them, and then watched Four and he said, "What the fuck did we do here? 
we got to change this. we got to take this. we got to do this. Let's change stuff and put out a better movie because I'm not happy with the one we got. That's no not a bad argument. Change. That's not a bad argument. I I, I will. Okay, yeah, I think he saw it and realized they trimmed it. Yeah, that's what we need. Five is the one that he knows has been a universal disappointment. Four is universal, like, is pretty much loved. I think he realized they trimmed it down so much because they took out the drama that you guys were talking about that was missing. Well, actually, Brandon, you didn't say it was missing. I think you did. They, no sp- that was that was just like how Rocky looks in that. We were talking about him last week, how lean he was in that movie. They trimmed that movie yeah. down. They cut every bit of fat off that movie to get it like, boom, 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 montage, fight, montage, fight, boom, done, in, out, done. And I think now he's going to put some of that dramatic element back into it because it's 40 it minutes of additional food. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I'm so happy. I can't, I'm really excited about this. Hopefully they improve on some stuff and then maybe no, I, I could it should just be 40 minutes of happy birthday paulie somebody wrote that i thought that was really funny <laughs> it's just a loop of the robot going happy birthday yeah Polly. just like, like happy birthday paulie happy people on youtube yeah. people on youtube do those 11 hour videos of like one thing on a loop yeah. like clickety clackety right yeah clickety click you know for five and a half what? minutes or whatever i don't think it's coming to theaters in canada you guys luck out. It comes from November 11th one night, and then it's on HBO Max or whatever it is the next day. It's on oh, streaming services the next day. Oh, I'll watch so, I ain't no bark. I ain't no bark. Oh, yeah, why would I spend money on Rocky Four? See, that's just it. I don't care if anybody does. It's going to be, but I just don't want to spend money on something. Unless it's a, a to me, it's like a theater movie. Like the Sprails to me. Mm. Well, hold on a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I've seen Rocky Four in theaters before. It's okay. I it, to me, it doesn't exude. <laughs> I have to go fucking see this in the theater now and pay the money, just like Sopranos. I, every episode of Sopranos I've ever watched has been in the comfort of my home. Why am I gonna go watch the movie at the theater? I'm not going to. So I watched that at home. Now I could see going to see, you know, Godzilla when it came out, or what the hell was that big one that came out? I watched it on Max because I don't care about that stuff. Oh, King Kong versus Godzilla. Big? Whoa, a mess. Yeah. That was a mess too. Oh, I like. I, oh, really? I thought it was fun. Christian doesn't like anything this year. Well, you I want you, you want you fun. Go. I wanted fun. I'm like they stripped that movie of fun. Well, <laughs> How did you manage to screw that one up? <laughs> screw it up. I'm a Kong guy, and I still enjoyed it. it was oh, that whole fun. Middle Earth, that whole Middle Earth part. I just wanted to go to. I wanted to die and go to and be buried in Middle Earth. That stuff always goes over my head in movies like that, so I just always disregard it because I don't care. It's just they always have to have the science explanation, and I always check out during those scenes anywhere, and I'm like, well, that's why movies like that for me only get an 8 out of 10, no matter how good they are. There's always some shit, I'm like, well, this is stupid, this is stupid, but this is what action movies and superhero and these kind of movies are. They're just kind of stupid. So I just watch this, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to dig too deeply into this because it's junk food for the brain, but it's the best junk food for the brain sometimes. It's fun. And that, that I got what I wanted out of it. Mindless yeah. entertainment. I agree with you there, Dave. You don't need a sciencey explanation for something that scientifically would never happen. There's no yeah. fucking right. giant. The devil is like spent an hour and a half doing that. <laughs> That's that the was, problem. That was they, the problem they, with the 2014 one as well. Like it was just like, I lo- come on. Yeah. Just- that was the one I liked. I actually yeah, with uh, like Brian it. Cranston. Yeah. Yeah, I actually like that one. I, I feel they I got like- rid of they got rid of him too quickly, and then the fights were shown in like flashbacks and for like two seconds. I was just like, ugh. Kong was the best one. Skull Island, I fucking love the Ooh, shit out of that. Skull Island was fun. Yeah, that yeah, was fun. I, when I rewatched that one, I enjoyed it even more. So Skull but- Island, more like Gull Island. No, that one was fun. That one was definitely fun. And nah, I liked it. Too. But I, I, I even liked the Peter Jackson three-hour epic one. 
with Jack Black. I actually don't mind that movie. I, I do too. Yeah. But I've only seen it one. I have never seen a superhero movie in modern times or any of these monster movies more than what about What about in old times? Oh, yeah. Superman 2 Moving and pictures. 1. The old ones, I watched them all. Oh, the yeah. old ones? I saw, Iron, I saw Iron Man in 1931. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. The older ones, the ones from my childhood, I'll watch those again and again. But the modern ones, the newer ones, no. I I, I watch them once. They're one and done. I can't ever remember them after. Like you were talking about, the, I, I don't remember what happened in well, fucking that, Kong or John Wick. I just know the feeling I got when it was over. I so that, well, that to me that means it's bad junk food because the ones that you want to go back to are the good ones. Like the so like. Bad. That's why I say Maximum Overdrive. I I, I have this love-hate relationship because I'll keep watching it. I thought it was Maximum Overdrive, but it's like, that's junk food, but I'll rewatch that one over and over, trick or treat, like the Friday 13th series. The, something about them, there's uh, whether uh, nostalgia's in there too, but I'm saying those are there's something about those that were done in a way that I can rewatch over and over. But I, I hear you with some of these new ones. It just, there's not, not there's no refund, re, refund, there's no refund or rewatch factor. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just it. They're not my cup of tea, so I don't, I don't need to rewatch them. I don't need to rewatch fucking King Kong versus Godzilla or the Godzilla with Brian Cran. I saw once, I enjoyed my time with it, move on. It's, it's not my top of the list of the stuff I want to watch over and over again. I realize some people love it and some people want to watch Spider-Man over and over again. For me, every one of those movies is one and done. I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. my time with almost everyone I watch, but I never get the yearning to go back. I do get the yearning to go back and watch something like fucking Starry Eyes. I can't help it. That's just me being the horror fan that I am. I might yeah. rate them. I, they might be an eight out of ten ratings wise, but I have more of an affinity for yeah. more quiet movies. More. I can't explain it. I just. Yeah. I, That's why I don't collect non-horror because I don't. I, I'm with you. I don't have like the desire. I love the superhero movies, the Marvel movies, the They're DC fun. movies. I have a lot of fun with them. I don't. I I don't need to own a box set uh, with all the movies because I'm not going to go back and rewatch them. No, like if, they're on, if they're on TV the once in a while, I might watch it. But like, I I don't collect non-horror because I don't tend to go back and revisit those like I would. Right. I, I right, dude. I collect Marvel though. That's the funny thing because I never saw any at the theater because I wasn't I was not interested at all. And it got so big that one day I decided I'm gonna buy them all one by one, and then I'm going to watch them in order as, as people say you're supposed to watch them. So I've I watched them all. I've only gotten as far as the first door. So I'm only like five movies in. So I haven't seen anything yet. You know what I mean? But I'll get to it. You know, I, my baby, daughter has just ain't seen nothing yet. Nothing yet. <laughs> Frankie has no desire to see fucking anything superhero. What matter of fact, my wife took her to see Black Panther, thinking that she went like that because it's about black folks or whatever. And she said it was boring when she got back. And people loved fucking Black Panther. It's just not her thing. She's not into superheroes. She's not into gangster shit either. It's just not her stuff. And I understand that. That's fine. She's a 15 year old girl, right, baby? Right? Mm -hmm. She doesn't like superhero stuff. She doesn't like uh, what I say, gangster movies. Yeah, it's it's hard to follow for me. I understand at your age. I probably I, I didn't want to watch The Godfather when I was 15. Now it's my favorite movie. But what a, Rocky Four, Rocky Four is the Rocky greatest American IV. movie ever made. <laughs> is there a trailer for it? Is there a yes, trailer there for the Rocky Four? Yeah. Did you guys watch it? Yeah. Did you want some, honey? Heard I her watched name? it anyway. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I didn't know there was a trailer out. Oh, now he's one. Oh, B. Speaking of trailers, uh -huh. did you do what you said you were gonna do? Did you not watch the trailer for Malignant and then watch it? Yes, I absolutely okay. did not. Did not watch the trailer for it. Did you go back and watch the trailer after and, and see what your if it would have changed your expectations at all? No. 
I didn't do that oh, okay. either. That's like the that's the that's, that's Did you like the, the movie? Time. How'd you feel about the movie? There you go. Six and a half out of ten. Oof! Wow. I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay, but overall, I, I, it wasn't great. I, I, people are blowing it. Some people yeah. hate it, but a so lot many. of people, like I see a lot of people, like nine and a half, nine and a half, ten, ten. I'm like, really? I'm like, it was okay. It had its moments, yeah. but I don't, I don't, I, I don't see it either, man. That it's, and I'm even, I, I think you sound like you enjoyed it even more so than I did. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't high. hate it. I didn't hate it by any means, but I just the moments. Just... <laughs> that's what I was like, Brandon. I agree. Like, they're like, oh, there is a massacre scene that looks like a fucking cartoon, and and oh, I get it. The end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, the whole Terminator scene, the, the prison like, scene, oh, that like prison scene. In yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I interrupted. But I was thinking of the Invisible Man when it happened. But it didn't bother me. But that's what it kind of reminded me of, that scene the Invisible Man when they're walking on a thing and, and things are happening. I'm thinking, well, this is just modern filmmaking. That's what I th- It's not my favorite look of it, but this mm-hmm. is what movies have become at a big budget. But anyway, sorry. And again, what I hate it? when people say you can't have fun. Like when I, if I, if I jokingly say I didn't, or not jokingly, because I didn't really like Kong versus Godzilla or whatever the hell it was called. Oh, it's just a fun monster movie. And this is well, Christian, you can't have fun in the movies anymore. No, I could definitely have fun. I just didn't like the movie. Like I said, when yeah. when I saw that opening scene in the theater, I'm like, I didn't want to affect my daughter's thought process. I'm just sitting there going, Oh fuck, we made a mistake. I'm like, I could tell right from the opening scene this was not going to be my. It was what, the pacing was off. Yeah, the pacing was off. It was obnoxiously loud, which you think I'd like, but <laughs> the the reality was it just something was not right. I could tell the acting was off right out of the gate. I'm like, oh no, oh no. I just got the sinking feeling, and then I'm like, okay, just it's just the opening. If it was supposed to be a hook, it didn't work. But like, let's give this movie a chance. And then they got in with a relationship with a girl, and I just thought that something was off with the timing. Something was off with the acting, and then with the sister element. And then I told you, my daughter chimed in and goes, "Are we in the right theater?" When they when and I've made this joke before when the girls say like, "I was adopted," and it's like the stingers like dun 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 dun. I'm like, "What the fuck are we watching here?" Why? Did you do what? that out loud in the theater? Not, oh, we were only one of, like, we were the only ones in. And then, like, two other couples came in, or three and then a couple. And then ultimately, but they were all scattered because it was all the social di- distance stuff. And I almost wanted to, but I was laughing throughout the whole movie. Like, no, at the movie. I was like, this is ridiculous. And my daughter was too. Like, we were just like, I just was, I felt, I did, I jokingly said I felt bamboozled. Because everybody was saying how much they enjoyed it. I'm like, well, that many people can't be wrong. And I was going in totally hoping to love it because I could have watched it at home. But I went in. I said, well, I'm going to support it. it. Went to the theater. And I went to the theater and I'm like, oh, fuck. I watched it at home <laughs> because I ain't no Mark. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's okay. Go, that's go to it. see it. It was. Show. Yeah. The one thing that bothered me most about this movie and people keep laughing at me that I keep bringing it up. But the wigs. I felt like every character was wearing a fucking wig and every character. I never. Was wearing... wow. wow. Oh, man. If you go back and watch like. Every character is wearing a wig, and it's awful. And then it culminated at the end in the prison scene with Zoe Bell's wig. They made her look like a butch lesbian. You probably didn't even realize it was Zoe Bell. Wow. I never, ever see wigs in movies. and I always Oh, see my them. God. I never see I them either. Them. Here it was just like really? every character, even like the young girl who played <laughs> our lead character, 
is is an actress and she's a little blonde girl. She's probably at like 15, 16 by now, but but she's got blonde hair and they have her in the darkest, most ridiculous looking wig in this. Like I'm like, I get why the main character has to wear a wig given, you know, the big reveal, but uh it just it was like bothering me. I'm like, what's with all these horrible wigs? Wow. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Really I didn't even That's realize like... sorry, Danny, sorry. we're talking over each other today. We're all excited. We're all back together. We are excited. Ahead. It was another wig comment, but I'm kind of like with D. D. I never noticed wigs either, (laughs) unless it gets pulled off someone's head. What about Merkins? What about Merkins? No, like I didn't even know Laurie Strode. I didn't even know Jamie Lee Curtis was wearing a wig in Halloween Two until horror fans and I just said, "What a horrible wig she's wearing!" I'm like, "Holy fuck! She's wearing a wig." That's a good (laughs) wig. That's a good wig because I didn't notice that. I don't want to notice it. I just like I don't want to notice wigs (laughs) in the tub. Yeah. I never notice wigs, and I'll, most of the time, most of the time, I don't notice bad acting. It's very rare that you'll see me bring up a bad performance. And every time I do, I go, well, you don't hear me say this much, but but every time I hear people complain about somebody's acting or somebody's wig, and I'm always sitting there, or somebody that has an accent trying to sound English and not doing good, I never notice. <laughs> I never notice that, and I'm happy for it. I'd rather be ignorance is bliss. I'd rather watch it. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm glad I don't have those issues that other people have, and then every little thing doesn't bother me. What bothered me in this movie, and I'm the highest, I'll go 8 out of 10. I really enjoyed it, and the third act brought it up even more. The third act, not the last five minutes, which completely brought... It, it brought it down so bad that my... Not even me. I still, I like the movie better than my wife and my daughter. It fucking made them angry. It, it made me angry, too, but it, it tainted their whole thing with that scene in the hospital room at the end when a couple things happen and I'm, I'm looking at this I'm like wow awesome and I think we all kind of had that that feel and then something's revealed a few minutes later and the reason it's revealed the way they came to that conclusion it's like it's like that movie Killjoy 2 which I always reference when all of a sudden I saw it one time and I gotta watch it again because I own it because I bought it for that reason all of a sudden I think that Killjoy walks through a cabin. These kids are in the wood and stuff. And somebody picks up a candle and throws the candle at, at Killjoy. And they go, this is what you got to do to get rid of Killjoy. And they throw a candle at him and the movie ends. Or something like that. That's how they defeat the big bad. And I, Can I, 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 Again, I got to watch it again. But something I happens. I kind of agree with you. I kind of agree okay. with you. And Dude, you, it was brought, so you brought it up to me. You brought it up to me. And here's – I'm going to compare it to a movie that maybe more people have seen because I've never seen Killjoy 3. Killjoy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Killjoy yeah. 3. Uh, Dr. Sleep, Dr. Sleep, let's hear the way they fight Rose at the end. I felt like you felt like this one was a cheat and I felt like it was too, because it's like, she didn't really have enough time to learn how to deal with this entity yet at the end. She's like a master of trapping this entity because she's a Jedi. And so to speak, she's the shit. Exactly. Whereas in Dr. Sleep, the way they use it, they've been mastering their powers for years. That's how I felt. It's different. They're not as strong as she is. Like I said, I compared Dr. Sleep to the Star Wars thing. And in this one, you're dealing with an emperor, a Vader, and a Yoda. That's what these people just so just so happen to be the top of the of the pops. You know Yoda, what I mean? Yoda that's in a bad I, wig. <laughs> but that's why I, I excuse it. That's what I'm saying. The other ones, they're, they're, they practice the arts of it. They do their thing. They have, But they, they weren't. They don't have as strong a gift as Danny of as Abra, and then oh, I guess you go that's Rose. the point I'm making. Doctor Sleep does it right, whereas oh. this doesn't. That, yeah, that's I'm I'm totally agreeing yeah. with you. 
And I get why it's a cheat. I didn't enjoy the movie enough to care either way because you told me I probably it probably wasn't going to bother me. But I could see why it bothered you and why it bothered uh, Frankie and Irene. I could they totally were see it. Dude, yeah, I could totally they, see it. I could and totally they showed the blonde girl? Did they show that blonde girl again? My daughter yeah. goes, lame. Yeah, and no, I, I, yeah, I can't. Totally, my, I my wife it. said. I was right there yeah, with them wife, 45 minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Though, I can't believe I waited for this. You know? well, that was such a weird way to do it, to be honest. I, I, but at that point, I was kind of with B. I didn't care. I didn't care at that point. Yeah. Like, Get me out of this theater. I, I actually checked my rating on IMDb. Four out of ten. Four out of ten. Four. I failed it. I, I, was, I did not like this movie at all. I did I not. Failed. There was... There, there was one at one time frame where I thought I was gonna, I was like, oh, here we go. I think when it started in the cell, and all shit was starting to hit the fan. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be cool. This is gonna be cool. Oh, they fucked it up. And I then it's like, blah, 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 blah. I, I, I had a Dave and I'm like, Z what the fuck is happening film. here? I had a total Dave Z moment during this film. Okay, oh. so the woman who's kidnapped and tied up. Who we eventually learn who her identity is. She's doing that underground tour. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that she yeah. was the other girl, and we all did. Yeah, well, they all, well, I, that, they did a good casting by that and, and matched the wigs was, really well because. Well, wait a minute. Does she have a job or not? Earlier they said she was doing this. Now she's working here. Is she a nurse or is she this? I thought the lead of the movie was also the girl in the fucking giving the tunnel tour. And so did my wife and daughter. No, that, that was, was the mother. Story. That was the mother, her mother, who gave her up for adoption. I know yeah. later, but at the time, we all thought that that was her, and it confused us. Yeah, no, what confused me was she gets kidnapped, you know, she's given the tour and stuff, and then she gets kidnapped, she falls, when she falls through the ceiling in the house, through the, through the, through the, through the, yeah, through the ceiling in the attic, I'm like, wait, the attic is an underground touring place? How does that work? I thought they were doing underground tours in the attic. I was like, I all I know... As I laughed my yeah. fucking head off, like out loud, I was I was like, "What the fuck?" It was so laugh-inducing, those sequences. But there, it was I I I said I because I, I don't want to be a total dick, and I'm like, you know, I'm glad people have loved it. I'm just shocked at the amount of love this is getting. And then all of a sudden, you'll read little there will you know be why? little threads that suddenly go into like this movie sucked. What are people talking about? And I'm not commenting on any anymore because God forbid. You put your oh, opinion out shit. there now. <laughs> I'll put it on the show. Fucking... That's, <laughs> That's what I it. say. That's what I said. I'll talk on the show. I don't need to talk online. I don't need none of it. this. I can. And no one's going to argue with me here. You know, even if the three of us disagree on something, it's only going to go so far. We're not yeah. going. We don't get angry about it. That's for Sounds sure. Like we're it's all just... two points of, apart from each other. So. Yeah, it is kind of weird, though. Yeah, yeah. But again, <laughs> Four, dude, I, this is what the whole Jallo thing. I noticed it like twice. The one chase scene when he's climbing down the fucking things outside the house, the fire yeah. escape, doing that thing and running away. That seemed like a Jalo type scene to me, and I dug it. Later on, they're very specific. They show them putting on the black gloves, and then I told my wife, I go, that's like an Argeno. That's an early Jalo. Other than that, this did not seem, and people that like it, are making it sound like it's fucking very, yeah. very jolly yeah. in all these Th ways. I'm those like, people are fucking crazy. Yeah, they really are. I, I I can't, I can't whether you're a listener of the show, you're crazy. Nods, nods. <laughs> this is such a nod to Italian horror fans. No, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> Fuck off because they're wearing a black coat and gloves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking right. tickle the balls a little more. Yeah. 
Right, it wasn't all that. And that when I go out in the winter and it's cold and I put on a pair of black gloves, it's not a nod to Italian hearts and not to my hands being fucking bleeding, you moron. Let me ask, Don't get a black clothes anymore. <laughs> James Wan. And I, this literally happened as we were recording the summer series, the last thing, the round table. And we were talking about different Wan movies and stuff. And it, the thought popped into my head literally on that show as we were talking about his, his, some of his movies and what happens at the end. And I said, I just just occurred to me that I think James Wan may be like the Stephen King of filmmaking. And what I mean is what happens at the in, in the third act or the way he ends movies usually is not the strongest. Saw aside. But yeah, if you I look at all, yeah. I've had this critique. Listen, though, I've said this about Conjuring 1, Conjuring 2. Uh, I Insidious, eh, not so bad, but a lot of people don't like where it went in the third act. Don't like Insidious 2 at all. But in general, his movies, is it just me that, that, that you kind of lose a little bit of steam in the last act or in the end? But that's kind of what it seems like to me. That might be his, mm. his weak point. This one for well, sure. I, I've enjoyed that's, a lot of his movies. It's just this is the one that has not resonated with me. In the slightest. I've, this is the one that got away. The one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> the creature is so fucking laughable. <laughs> Look at those it arms. Is. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's got good elements to it. There are things when I thought back about it after I've watched it, it was like, even though I, I'd still stick by a 6.5, I'm like, oh, that's pretty clever. That's pretty clever. But then some of it was just so over the top ridiculous. I was just like, it's, it's just okay to me. Yeah. Fine. Uh, Dead Silence had a shitty ending, too, according to most yeah, people. Yeah, Dead Silence, telling... it's weird. Dead Silence really tried hard to go for that Saw ending and missed it a little for me. I still enjoy it, but... Yeah, Dead, Dead Silence, which is slightly on the weaker side, was miles better than this. Yes, I agree oh. with that. I agree with wow. that statement. I'd give that an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I, I think I was like you know between 7 and, and 7 and 8 for that one. I haven't watched it in a while, but I I do like that. You like that film? I like it, but not as See, much. See, in as that one, I... you learned someone's a puppet. In *Malignant*, you learned that you were the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I just the end fucking pissed me off. It's, but why do that? It was too cheap of a thing. Oh wait a minute, I could. Well, why didn't you think about this a fucking hour ago? Or why right now? And then all of a sudden, you you had this power and you could do that. I'm like. Come on, man. Even That's if she had the power, it's like you can't you can't master it in five minutes. You can't master. I'm sorry. Did you yeah. assume it was her? Did you did you guys put that together? Oh, I thought it was at the beginning. I just assumed it was a, a total Belial situation right. where it was a total separate entity. So again, one cool reveal was that it was still within. Um, it, but then that lasted like a millisecond before it became stupid. But then that was the one, the one cool aspect of, of, of head faking me a bit that it wasn't a separate entity, if you will. Right. Cause at one point I'm like, are they, are they going to shoehorn this in the Wanaverse and make this like, cause it's the Annabelle girl, right? <laughs> so like, are they going to somehow make this into like Annabelle or something like that thought entered my mind because of the fact that they use the same address. Annabelle. It would have been funnier if, if Annabelle came out the back what? of her head. The doll. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't know how they would have done it, Dave, but it wasn't above at this point when I was watching the movie. I'm like, please tell me that they're not going to try. Because someone said how this fits into the Wanaverse. And I, I guess they just mean Wan's filmography in general. But then I started thinking, holy fuck, is this going to be wedged in to be part of the Conjuring universe is what I was thinking 
they meant. And and I was like, oh shit, please no. Patrick Wilson Wait a minute, came out the back of her no. head. Patrick Wilson came out the back of her head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean the same address as in Annabelle? What are you talking about? The same girl. The same actress. Actress. Abby said address. I was getting together. Okay, forget about it. All right. Abby yeah. said the same address as Amityville or Amityville. I'm it's like, didn't you really? She didn't do that great of a job in Annabelle. You brought her back for this? I don't know why I'm talking out the side of my mouth, but. And they got the little girl who played the, the Warren's daughter in uh, Annabelle Comes Home, who played her as a like, little kid wearing the terrible wig. Oh, boy. Here you go. Yeah, they, I mean, they used, they used a lot of the same actors, but it was just. Actually, wow. I, st- I take that back. She was good in Annabelle. Remember, I think that was the only. She was the saving grace of Annabelle. Her performance was actually pretty good in a fairly kind of blah movie. I, if I remember correctly, so I take that back. But she wasn't good in this. So I blame the script. There should be an Annabelle Amityville movie. This should be an Annabelle versus Kong movie. Why not call it that? <laughs> Imagine that, though. You could do that. Annabelle Amityville? You can call it that and not get sued, can't you? They should do it. Have a doll in a fucking house? Uh, a rip-off doll and call it Amityville? Or How about Amityville Am- Dollhouse? <laughs> yeah, but have that really- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It could be a sequel, a direct sequel to Dollhouse. Did, did you say Annabelle Dollhouse or Amityville Dollhouse? Because Annabelle Dollhouse would have been funnier. <laughs> yeah, it would. Have. Now you said it would have been, but I, I didn't. take my laugh back. <laughs> take it back. Take it she's back, gonna girl. be in a. She's gonna be in a movie that's coming out uh, for Christmas, Silent Night. It's a comedy drama horror. Camille Griffin directs directs, and I, I wonder if that's gonna be good with. Uh, so Annabelle Wallace is in this one. I'm confused. Annabelle Wallace, somebody's name is, and they're in the one film? That's the actress's name who was, who yeah. was in Annabelle. Huh? We went over this huh? when we reviewed yeah. I see, it went over my head. You said the actress from Annabelle, I thought you were saying. And her name is Annabelle, Annabelle Wallace. Yeah. Wait a minute. Now that I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm in fucking circles now. <laughs> the okay. actress in Annabelle, her real name in real life is Annabelle Wallace. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, they, Brandon brought this up when we did the Annabelle trilogy. I can remember that. I have no fucking... Uh, come on. <laughs> it's amazing. You can remember every line of di- dialogue from episode one of The Sopranos from 20 years ago, but he can't remember <laughs> Annabelle from three weeks ago. Or the fact no, that she's in this about... movie, Malignant. Three weeks ago? Wait a Mal- minute. Mal- Annabelle... Mal- Whenever we did it. But still... <laughs> So, uh, w- which person in Annabelle is it? In which Annabelle movie are you talking about? The main about? actress in the first Annabelle. In the first one, yeah. I don't fucking know. I saw it twice in my life. I'm supposed to remember. If you were talking about Annabelle Creation, there's, there's, there was more I would know because I've seen that movie several times that I could... Because you're talking about the girl in Annabelle. I'm like, which one? It's not that little girl. It's not the other little girl. Who the fuck is it? So, the main actress in Annabelle, the original Annabelle... Is the main actress is, in Malignant. Okay. Now I got it. That's what you said. And then you said the address, and I got confused. No, and then I said, you said actress. The address. <laughs> you said address. You're going to go back and listen to it. I'm telling you, you yeah. fucked up and said address. <laughs> the address of Annabelle. I'm like, wait a minute. How do you know what I the address I would put it past is? me. Yeah. yeah. One, one Amityville Lane is her address. <laughs> I could tell because in that window, I jumped out of it to get away from the fucking movie. And I could just see, uh, there, there's the, it's doing, the same house. <laughs> were they doing underground uh, Seattle tours in your attic, though? <laughs> I swear it was I such a Dave C moment. I was like, "Wait, how did the tunnels run through their attic?" And I was like, "Oh, wait. I, I got lost there too. I didn't know why she was there." And yeah, maybe I, we, I got... 
the the yeah, best thing yeah. about Malignant is the fact that I didn't know it existed until a month before it came out. Yeah, I think it helped not watching the trailer because I didn't see it. I, I wasn't thinking about it, so oh, it helped me. You said it. You yeah. said it. No, hope it, not watching the trailer. It helped because I didn't like the movie. So if I watched the trailer, I probably would have been like, "Oh, I'm, I'm now maybe you would have been at a four. <laughs> go back and watch the trailer now, and fucking tell me. Maybe we'll take a break to go to the bathroom quick. Watch the trailer and then say wh- how you would have felt watching no, that. Then trailer. I'm saying Bilal. I'm telling you, man. I think that's I think that's what we should do. I'll probably stop to to, to go pee really quick anyway, and you know we can we can do that. I think I think it'd be a cool experiment, and I'll watch a trailer myself sometime. And I've been saying this forever that I'll say what what I thought about it. I watched a trailer for the movie, and now it got me excited to watch it. It's called Lamb. And oh my god! It, yeah, trailer, it's crazy. Because <laughs> I told you to. It's on it's on YouTube. <laughs> Pardon me. It's on Hulu, and I've been watching. Uh, what we do in the shadows, fucking brilliant as always. An Wait, American horror story. Lambs on lambs coming to Hulu. I no, the no trailer idea. is playing. It's a, it's an A twenty four. I told you guys to watch. I told B to watch it because I didn't think Dave was gonna watch trailers. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't watched the yeah. trailer yet. I'm a little sheepish on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm out. He's back, everybody. He's back. I'm gonna hightail it out of here. I'll give you two laughs for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so i watched it for about it's a short one it was like a 40 second thing and i watched it just because and i said yeah i want to see that so now i'm jazzed up to see it so i better not get let down and they didn't really show much i just saw a couple lambs something i don't fucking know what's going on I'm not even... <laughs> fucking they spoiled it i know that's the bad lamb oh wait i have to read you guys this message we got i i will only watch the lamb trailer with some mint jelly <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So we, we got a, we got a message from uh from Drew on um Barrymore on Patreon on Patreon yeah Drew Barrymore nice. <laughs> on, on on Patreon and again you guys if you message us on Patreon and say talk about it on the show do it send us an email send us a fucking message you can I'm I'm on Facebook but you could message me it's still there if if I'm friends with you you can look me up Dave Z E E and still do Facebook Messenger which how does that work guys if you look me up on on Facebook. Do I come up or do I not come up? I've never looked you up. <laughs> I'm curious to know because people can still message me on the messenger, but how do they know how to get – like I got a message from someone. Can they only message me if I, if they've messaged me prior or if they – you know what I'm saying? That's what so I want to So you checking that out? I'm not even on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook. I, I want to see Facebook what happens. I, I think that when you take yourself off, you shouldn't be there. But I'm happy. You are. There's a few Dave Z's now all of a sudden, and yeah, this uh, I don't see you though. That's fine, but people can still message me. I guess if I've messaged them. Oh, you know what? Maybe if you go to Messenger and you look me up on Messenger, I'll pop up there. Like even yeah, if you go... like search Dave Z on Messenger. Do I have to do that too? Yeah, Dave Z. <laughs> do well, I... No, I'm... Yes, sir. Anything do else, I... sir? Do that too. <laughs> fucking creep i i i think i'm your i i already have you on here so right that's what I'm yeah saying. you're there i mean you show up but i think it's because you show up because you're in my history of messages that's correct so if it's somebody that's never messaged <laughs> that's me before, correct thank you that's well i knew that was gonna be do that goal. too yeah <laughs> i want someone who has never spoken to me on messenger 
to go to the messenger and, and look for me, Dave Z-E-E, and then you see a little picture, I'm in the corner. But, I mean, look and see if they – because I want to be able to be found that way in case someone has to say something with the show. If they can't reach me, you can reach Christian or Brandon. But I don't know if you're yeah, friends don't. with them. I'm okay. Well, they're all friends with me. That's how they got added to the – I had to a- a- make them a friend before I added them to the Patreon page. They can reach out to or, Christian. Christian seems to be the one who's on Facebook lately. Yeah, but I, they may not be his friend. You well, know what I'm trying to say? Everybody he's not very the- likable. I wouldn't be his friend either. <laughs> Everyone in the Patreon group, the private one that's listening to this, they are they had to be a friend of mine for me to add them to the group and invite them to put them in. So I friended all of them. So I don't know if that's the same way with you guys. So if not, I'm just trying to then send us a message here on this thing if you want to bring up something or send one to the email, exploding heads. You know, horrorpodcast at gmail.com because because that I'm not on Facebook anymore. If people are saying anything about the show, about like someone might weigh in about the Sopranos thing or this or that or any fucking thing, now that no one's going to see it in the group, not that no one's going to see it because people are sure that, but I'm not going to be able to talk about it on the show. So message us on Patreon or another way. That's all I'm saying. So back to the I'm lost. I'm lost. Annabelle Wallace is who? <laughs> John Wick, what? You know what I'm saying? Ted, Ted Lasso. Ted Hogan. Ted Hogan. Ted Hogan. They would rather watch a show called Ted Hogan. Ted Hogan. The fuck? The only person in the world that has a problem with the name Ted fucking Lasso. Oh, uh, I'm not the only person. I'm sure you see that. Like, what the fuck is that? That Lasso. You're thinking it's a fucking... I don't think so. I don't think so either, but now that you're saying it, like, I'm starting to dislike it more and more just because you keep saying, Ted Lasso, what the fuck does he know about Lassos? It's a fucking Lasso. What if you saw a movie and the thing said, Ted Machete? You're not going to think about what the fuck's this all about. You know what I mean? It's an object. It's fucking a machete. It's a fucking giant knife. A Lasso is a Lasso that you wrangle fucking animals with or whatever the fuck they do. You know what I mean? It's all I'm thinking, well, Ted Lasso. It's it's not like John. we should start a Facebook petition to get a change to Ted Hogan. <laughs> For season three. Yeah, season three, Ted yeah. Hogan. Why? Because Dave Z doesn't like Lasso as a last name. <laughs> yeah. Is he on Facebook? No. Fuck him then. <laughs> well, I guess I'm wrong. I mean, you reach I'm out to him through Patreon, though. Yeah. <laughs> the show is a, a So I'm wrong. The name doesn't turn anybody off. If I was marketing something, I don't think I would call it Ted Lasso. That's all I'm trying to. It doesn't jump out. It doesn't jump off the page as something I want to see. They That's, probably had a Dave Z at the pitch meeting, and he got fired when he said, "Nah, I think we should call it Ted Hogan." <laughs> the guy's like, "Get the fuck out of my office." <laughs> okay, American football coach who is to the UK. Wait a minute. Let's stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm curious now. Is this movie about soccer or football? Because soccer. it says football in the UK. Football yeah. in the UK is fucking soccer. So what is it yes. about? Soccer. Soccer. Here's here's the problem. So he's he's an American football coach. So all his life he's coached football like the Buffalo Bills, and now he goes to the UK to do fucking soccer. Yes. Oh, was it an accident? Did he think that football in the UK was football? Whatever. It was actually. You have to watch the show to find out because it's all part oh, of the actual fucking show. If they do that, if they do that, I'll give the show a little bit of profit. Wow, it seems like the idea is lassoing Dave in. (laughs) (laughs) And there you go. See, Uh, I would have called the show, you know, football or soccer. Or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that hey, how well, you, can, he, can, Dave can, is can not. 
Dave is not in charge of tunnel creation for the film. <laughs> you guys catch a new episode of football or soccer? Yeah. Okay. No, as soon as you're watching hockey and baseball. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I would call it feetball. How about that? Feetball. F-E-E-T. Feetball. That's fucking something that, that, that jumps out. What's this yeah. new show? Feetball? Yeah, it's a guy that thinks they're playing ball. football, but they go and they're playing it with their feet. I don't fucking Holy know. shit. It's better than Ted Lasso. A guy's name is boring. And that name is just weird, Ted Lasso. But anyway, it's like pie whacking. I guess when I was talking about the 30 on the round table, the way I said it made somebody laugh because I was like, I think Carly said something because I was so disgruntled about it. Because they're almost trying, oh, this year they get this, you got this movie, you got this movie, you got pie whacking, somebody said. And I was talking, I go, yeah, I go, I think it came out that year. I go, so people would rather watch fucking the movie It. Chapter one, they're over here talking about pie whacking. I said to me, and I and, and I said it then it's because of the name. People like pie whacking. <laughs> That's the only thing I get because it's a good movie. It's a seven out of ten, but it made a lot of people's top ten lists. And yeah. I just don't see it being that w- yeah. with a title like fucking witch chick or something. I think it's it's like, oh, it's a movie called Pie Whacking. It's got to be great or something. Witch like that are either... changing the title to Witch Chick. <laughs> 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 well, why not? They got witching and bitching, and I'll never watch that movie because it's a dumb fucking title. It's a so, fun movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a fucking dumb comedy. Witching yeah. and bitching. It's like fucking. It's like. Yeah, yeah but he wants to watch Feetball. <laughs> well, for the normal, I wouldn't watch it. But I'll I watch Feetball and Ted Hogan. <laughs> what I think is marketable to the layman and what is marketable, marketable to me are two very different things, my friend. It's like I said. I, I could I could make a thing called the Greasy Strangler and put stupid fucking comedy throughout that people obviously like. Oh, I don't find it funny, but I know that it's pro- but I know that it's marketable and profitable to other people because they have different senses of humor than you and I do. Be that's why we don't yeah. like fucking Greasy Strangler. I fucking hate the Greasy <laughs> Strangler, uh, dude. I hate it more and more. That one, <laughs> it, it isn't like my rating changes. But it's like, I don't even like to use the word hate unless it's for fucking... No, I really think that movie's a fucking shit show. The only part that kind of makes me giggle is him in the car wash every time after he kills. Just screaming as he's getting cleaned. I don't know why. That's a little funny to me. But but the jokes in it are horrible to me. They are. I'm with you. It's just not for me. It's just stupid. Rudy, tooty, disco cutie. Rudy. <laughs> Potato. Why would they even be doing that? Why are they going to open his face? The guy fucked her? It just makes me angry. And it makes me hate that fucking girl and that guy. Like, all that guy was trying to do was hook up with this girl. And then all of a sudden, she decides to flip on him and fuck her father. And now they're well, going to the be father, in The father is hung like a horse, and he had, like, a micro penis. I understand. But they're going to go in there and make fun of him. <laughs> why would that girl fucking all of a sudden turn into a total bitch and fucking be rubbing in his face and, and singing a song at him? Moody, tooty, disco. I wanted to fucking punch him both. <laughs> no, the, the movie's... <laughs> The movie's terrible. It's a fucking terrible movie. I'm sorry. It's terrible because I, I kept hearing about it. Like, I've seen a lot. I've had a lot of dumb movies come and go, right? But I become more uptight with it because I keep hearing people praising it so much, just like Psycho Gorman. It's still a six and a half or a six. I don't hate it. I, for To hate a movie, I, I would it'd be like a fucking two out of ten or two, a shitty yeah. fucking rating. Psycho you know Gorman, I, I give a seven. Psycho Gorman's the same way I feel I about it. About like Belko that year where you thought I was ripping it apart. Like, no, I enjoyed it, but I'm not raving it. 
Belko. Now that's but a I'll dumb say- name. <laughs> you want to hear the, the Belko experiment to me is a dumb title. Yeah, it should have been I don't the know Ted why. Hogan that- experiment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Belko experiment should have been the Ted Hogan experiment. <laughs> or the football experiment. Meatball, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ted Hogan. Ted Lasso. Wait, the Belko experiment. Eh, I don't know. It doesn't bother okay, me. Seven out of ten. Fumble. I like like I'll take Psycho Gorman over Creasy Strangler any fucking oh, God, yes. oh, easily. Honestly, if you remove that Hunky Boys comment, I might like it a half a point better. I fucking hate that. Because here's the thing. No, I kind of like the Hunky Boys comment. Buddy, let me tell you why. When I saw it happen, I rolled my eyes. I go, this is going to be something everyone's going to run with. I can tell that stupid humor that people are going to like as soon as I see it. Just like with Greasy Strangler and Bullshit, I'm like, oh, boy, this is lame and stupid. That means people are going to love it. So when I saw that Hunky Boys thing, I'm like, eh. And now I see it all, the Hunky Boy edition. The Hunky Boy, get the fuck. It just fucking aggravates me. Because to me. <laughs> Why? It because, it's not, <laughs> because it's not funny. True, okay. I guess it's no different than malignant. Like annoying me. I guess I can't. I guess it's just the way it is. Yeah. I, I okay. I can see it. I just you know what it is. See, I don't get the joke. Like if I found it funny, then I would be in it. But because I'm missing out on the joke and I don't think it's funny, I think it's eye rolling, <laughs> and everybody else seems to love it. It's frustrating, and it's frustrating to me as a person because I almost feel like I want to be one of them and be in on the joke and find it funny. But and I'm not a cynical cat. But when I look at that, makes me cynical. I'm like, that's yeah. fucking. That's a. That's how. That's how I feel with seeing his lucky bet. I love that he joke. Lo- he loves that. Find the lucky bad thing. It's just kind of- it's not bad. I kind of like it just because C likes it now. It's, when I it's such a throwaway movie- line. Oh, it my is. lucky bad. <laughs> it's bad timing, and this is the thing. It's like, and I'm surprised to hear it from B, because B loved the babysitter. My problem with the babysitter is them cracking wise in danger moments. I would, I never like. See, I love horror comedies. Like I said, give me a, a one that when, when the joking is placed in the right spot, not being chased by a fucking killer and cracking a joke. It's just it's it's a bridge too far. It's fuck. It's too much, man. I, I, it that was supposed sense. to be the original title for the film. <laughs> Ted Lasso. Yeah. Ted, Ted starring Ted Logan. Yeah. As, like, as the <laughs> You know what's really delicious? Do you ever go to the deli and order a uh, feetball parm? <laughs> a feetball parm. See, now that could be in a movie, and that should be a meme. Feetball parm. People could be putting it up, putting feet inside of a fucking Excuse tub. See, that's yeah, a boy. see, I think I'm with you. Even though it's my joke, I might hightail it out of here. With you. Nah, it's a feet. A feetball parm. Feets don't fail me now. <laughs> feetball. Wait a minute. If Feetball Parm was in the Exploding Heads movie, I could see that being that that that's funny enough to take off. It's, see, it's funny to me when I said Feetball Farm, Feetball Farm, Feetball Farm. When I said that, when I said Feetball Parm, it to me reminds me of a microwave massacre joke. Well, that's fine, microwave, but no. Nope. Yeah. But nowadays, if Mike, basically Psycho Gorman and fucking what do you call it, the other movie, Greasy Strangler, they're like a microwave massacre in in a in a in a, in a, in a way. They're ridiculous yeah. fucking thing. So maybe, you know, th- there could be a meme. Feetball parm would be a fucking good meme. Feetball <laughs> I can tell you that. I'm really, that's like, I'm honored. Scott, weigh in. Like feetball parm so much. Well, that's original. 
that. I like that you like it. Boys is nothing. The word funky. exists already. Funky boys and fucking bullshit artists has been around for fucking a hundred years. People have been using that phrase. So you just created a fucking new thing. Just like I said about the Chihuahuas in the movie. Release the Wawas. People would love that shit. It's stupid as fuck. But people would see that. I'm telling you, people would be quoting it. There would be release the Wawa's fucking meme, and you'd see the Chihuahua with the yeah, fucking wings on his head. <laughs> I'm about. telling you. They would do people, a play on it, release the Jawas. They would, they, yeah. See, and it's stupid. Even though I invented it, I think it's stupid. It's because it was easy to invent. It's just not my kind of humor. But I, I, I understand that people, a lot of people, like that kind. Everyone has a different sense. And that's the weird thing about me. I like, you know, some some humor that I say is clever, like what we do in the shadows. And I love Beavis and Butthead. I fucking crack up at fucking that humor. Just the smallest things that Beavis says sometimes. I'm fucking dying. So I love all kind of humor. Toilet humor, this humor, that. I just don't like that kind of humor. I don't know what you would call it. Maybe trauma humor. It's like, you know what it is? It's I call it this. Try too hard humor. That's what it is. To me, it's trying too hard. It's why I never got into like comedians like um, what's uh, Adam Sandler and fucking uh, what's his other Jim Carrey. That's all trying too hard. My humor is more of it's different, like Leslie Nielsen humor, like Airplane, and that 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 you go ah, I get it. That's fucking great. Instead of just coming in your face going bloop 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 bloop. It's just like, <laughs> anybody can do stupid. <laughs> I could watch that all day while I eat a people's arm. <laughs> Put me in a movie. I could do Jerry Lewis or fucking some shit. Anybody can do fucking shit. Look at him. I'm on the ground. Oh, I'm melting. I can see Jim Carrey or Adam Sandler saying, I'm melting. And it'd be fucking funny to people. I think it's stupid. Give me give me a fucking good joke. That, that's like what people say about horror, like being fucking a, a step above pornography. That's what that is to me. It's the lowest kind of humor there is. And I think toilet humor, it, it, I think that type of humor is lower than toilet humor. Toilet humor can be funny as fuck. And That's all I'm saying. Shit. It's just not, it's not for me. Toilet humor. Be, yeah. But you see what I'm saying though? With like, there's yeah. try too hard humor. Like jackass, they try too hard. What's funny to me is Tom Green because he's punking other people. Some guy intentionally hurting himself, throwing himself through a table. It never appealed to me. Now, if I pick oh, up people a guy, love it, but I agree. I know, but if I see another guy get thrown to it through a table by somebody else, <laughs> that would be fucking funny because it's unexpected. as long as you do it before you're 16. I know there. Are people, <laughs> I know there are people that do like Freddie Got Fingered, but the biggest mistake Tom Green made was not to do a feature length version of his show and up the ante. Uh, and he would have been well ahead. That's all Jackass did. They had the show and they they came out the movie, which was just the show with a little uh, slightly more extreme because they could get away with showing it in the theater. And I think Tom Green should have, uh, you know, maybe tabled Freddie got, uh, fingered and, uh, and done his show, but feature length. He's still popular. I mean, the guys had more experimental talk shows than anybody I can think of. Maybe Dick Cavett would be the only other one. I can think of that. Uh, the guys had more shows than you care to think of. And no one knows who he is. Dick Cavett. Ooh. I know who Dick Cavett is, but that's yeah. for sure. The best horror episode of Exploding Heads features Ken Lasso Talk <laughs> and Dick Cavett. Talk. I know, we gotta just go forward. I gotta read this message. Holy fuck, I'm oh, I gotta piss message. my pants too, so hurry. Okay, so I'll do this thing and then we'll go pee. Okay, hold on. Um, hey man, I really appreciate the response as always. I'm a fairly new first time dad. 
baby boy named named him Kemper. Ted Lasso. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I can't remember <laughs> if you and your daughter hated that name or not on the Frankie Z special. No, I don't think we said anything about the name Kemper. It doesn't bother me. It's kind of cool. It's better than the fucking dude. I listened to this thing the other day. I was driving to work. I listened to a morning show, and they're talking about the top five boys' names and girls' names, and holy fuck what they're fucking naming boys nowadays. That's horrendous. But anyway, maybe I'll look it up and we'll do it after. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, just wanted to say, just wanted to share that I listen to you guys at night before I go to bed. I Probably to Brandon's approval. And I get in trouble for shaking the entire <laughs> bed with, with laughing out loud shit you guys say. I think it's great. Uh, I think this is at least the second time you've asked Christian about Canadian holidays, specifically Victoria Day, and I love it. Randomly was listening to like 40 or 41 on the backlog, and I think that's where it was. Anyways, hope you guys hope all is well and can't wait for new content. So, Drew Moriarty. Fucking great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, congrats is right. That's nice. Congratulations. uh, Kemper? Yep, Kemper. Kemper. And... Canadian Thanksgiving is next weekend. So uh, really? go fuck yourselves. <laughs> what, uh, what, what, well, hold on. Oh, I know why. I know why it's Canadian Thanksgiving. Because in the States, on Monday is, is uh, Indigenous Day. It used to be Columbus. They got rid of that, thank goodness. And why give the Italians a day? Uh, we, give it, uh, we give it Indigenous Day. So, but it's always, like I said, every time there's an American holiday, a Canadian one has to come the week before. Uh, well, actually, funny week. enough. We did. Uh, there's a federal holiday. We didn't have it off or anything. A federal ho- holiday that it was newly created. That was just September 30th. Very similar, I guess, to mm-hmm. uh, to what you're saying. But the th- Canadian Thanksgiving's always been the, I guess, second Monday in October. Well, what happened first, Columbus Day or Canadian Thanksgiving? I want to research that and see who who took it from whom. But here's what I, I wish Canadians would just have a holiday like three weeks later. Or three weeks earlier than the American. It's always no. got to be in. No, yes. And I'll tell you why. Fuck you guys. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because it's too why? obvious that way. And on top of it, it makes the fucking, all our stuff at the borders all fucked up because there's all kinds of holidays going on. Yeah. I want to see. Much. I want to see Christian trick-or-treating in September. <laughs> <laughs> well, Halloween and Christmas, universal stuff, that's fine. But these other bullshit holidays, these Monday holidays, these other ones, this day, that day, that's different. Well, you know what I mean. They're bullshit holidays because it's not it's not it's not one of the big wow, ones. Wow, somebody got assassinated. Fuck them. Why do they get a holiday? Well, nobody celebrates President's Day. There's no celebration happening. It's not like the fourth of July or fucking Christmas or, you know, Thanksgiving or Easter or Halloween. Those are big holidays. Things happen. The other ones are just there. They're okay. I mean, there's good reasons for them. I'm not saying there's not. I'm just, I just call them bullshit holidays. The best holiday is Flag Day. It comes, it goes. Nobody cares much about it. You might bring a flag to school and wave it. You go about your day. That's it. You know, big fan of Flag Day. Flag Day. Do you actually, you guys have a fucking holiday called Flag Day? Yeah, we burn flags that day. Oh my God. (laughs) That's what's great about it. But here's why it's a great holiday, see? Because nothing is done about it. It just happens to be Flag Day, and usually elementary schools and stuff, they have little tiny parades and they wave American flags. Yeah, what That's is it. the point of Flag Day? I don't know, but I like it because nobody has to spend money. You know my know. my take on that, right? My flag. It says God hates flags. <laughs> I've cracked that. the joke of the show before. <laughs> it's a great that's what that's what I'd fly. That's what I'd wave on Flag Day. <laughs> God hates flags. That's fucking great. See, there's one thing I wanted to say before we break and come back to the whole. (laughs) 
I, I don't know if you understand about the fish show thing. What, we were talking about it last week. I'm going to the four shows, and you were like, uh, tickets booked, by the way. I got my plane ticket bought. I'm very fucking excited. So uh, I don't think could you, could you said you're going to go to all four shows. I don't think you understand something about fish. It's not like going to see a band like the Rolling Stones or insert band here. Where it's they're much worse. See... <laughs> <laughs> they're much, much, le- they're much less popular. <laughs> <laughs> much better. And there's a reason to see every show because okay. every show is different. If you go see the Stones four nights in a row, it's going to be the same fucking set list. Maybe they'll vary. You did explain this on the show. I, I think I got it loud and clear. No, 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 no. Okay. All I said on the show was that on a Halloween night, their second set is a Halloween costume and they do something different. But I, I wasn't – every fish show, for example, they did 13 straight days at Madison Square Garden three years ago. Not one song was repeated. They don't repeat – when they do a tour and they do like 30, 30 places over the summer, they might play a song two, maybe three times total in 30 shows. Their library is incredibly vast. So you see every show you can, especially in a row, because it's all different songs. So I could see you're not going to go see a fucking Guns N' Roses show four days in a row because it's going to be the same fucking thing. That, then I would question you. But Fish is different. Every I just want to is... go to the Spaghetti Incident Day. <laughs> <laughs> and order a bucket head. Uh, the, I want to know, I want to know, though, what does it make me that... I have no interest now to check out fish or do anything because of how much you talk about them. Why does that make Because I feel like such an asshole. But instead of me wanting to check them out now, I have no interest in checking them out. You don't That's like okay. seafood. You don't like seafood. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. It doesn't bother me. It's, it's, it's overkill. If you hear too much about something, you could tend to fucking naturally rebel against them. Is I'm there a trailer here. for this tour? I'll watch the trailer, maybe. <laughs> a trailer for a fish tour. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Are they like the Grateful Dead? They've just got like a cult of followers that yeah, kind of follow them around and yet yeah. like... The Dave Z cult. Yeah, it's cult a cult of, of followers, sure. It's a bunch of people. Their music is, is, you know, they jam. They jam their song. They had a fucking 47-minute song this past tour, which was fucking... Yeah, you know, see... That's, 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 that's obnoxious. <laughs> but there's not a dull moment. This is what you That's worse getting. than Ted Lasso. Again, there's not a dull moment. They can pull it off where a lot of bands can't, and a lot of bands don't have the talent to be able to sustain everything for that long. These are musicians, and for you know what I'm saying? Not many bands can do what they do. They're, they're on a different level of, of musicianship. And then, whatever, that's fine. It's not for everybody. I would say their music's a combination of, of uh, the Dead, Floyd, uh, the Beatles, hmm. you know, rock and roll. They throw a little oh, fucking shit, reggae that, in there. They, you mix it up, they throw a bluegrass it. in there. Yeah, you know, everything. you did recommend an album way back when, and I did check it out. I did like it. I just, for whatever reason, because we've talked about fish so much, I get like, like it's like my little hissy fit. But I, I will check them out because we tend to align on m- music as well. A lot of there the you- bands that I like, you've, you, same thing. Whether it be like rap, or they call it hip now, hip hop now, Brandon. I don't know if you knew that. Well, they rap, back it, but it's always yeah. been rap. Rap is the music, hip hop is the culture. But people don't nowadays don't understand that. It's it's not been separated anymore. It's now just hip hop music. People don't want to say rap anymore, which is ridiculous. I'll always call it rap. It's been fucking rap. It's rhythm and poetry, R A P. It's been fucking rap since the, the late seventies. Hip hop is the culture. Hip hop is everything. It's the graffiti. It's the fucking clothes. It's the break dancing. Hip hop was everything. Now hip hop still. It's a love of Scarface now. <laughs> Red too. Rap still celebrated hip hop, and they talked about it all the time. And they say they call it hip hop music because it fits into that that bubble. 
Speaking of Canadian music, you know what I something else I thought about today, and I realized it for the long. I heard it yesterday. I was in the shower yesterday listening to music, and um, Rolling Stones came up. Uh, in you know, in my I had my random on, and Rolling Stones came up. Um, you know that song, "You Can't Always Get What You Want." Yeah. Yes. Okay, you now check. Always is it with the, the Canadian <laughs> choir? The Canadian. <laughs> There's a story behind it. Now, when you used to listen to that on the radio. Sometimes they had the radio edit that just started off with the guitar, ding, ding, and you didn't get that thing at the beginning. And then later on, more and more, they started playing the other version with the chorus in the beginning, and I would always say this must be the Canadian version. Not, <laughs> not trying to be a smartass. I just always associated that with Canada. You can't always get what you want. See how that's Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> See how yeah, it's Canadian. Canadian. See how that's yeah. Canadian. <laughs> No. <laughs> no what I mean, I've explained why, though. Why I thought it was Canadian. Like That's why I would jokingly the say the Canadian oh, that's version. A ba- Man, that band is fantastic. Guy's almost uh, 80. He's like 78 years old. Jagger. Running around doing their thing on stage. God bless him. Salud, you know? I heard fish is very big in Sweden. Oh! Ah. Hey. <laughs> you know, you, you missed a joke from last week. We did the- did, did you, you do a Swedish joke? No, I swear I didn't. What, did you do a Swedish fish joke? Of course. Oh, we talked about Swedish fish for like fucking 10 minutes. And then and then it went so much to the fact, yeah. <laughs> and then it was... Uh, Swedish fish was one of them. Wow. Nice. Look at that. And then we said that the Halloween, I, I cracked the joke that you would have said that, do, does anybody dress up like a fish when they go to the Halloween fish show? Because that would have been a thing that you would have said for sure. <laughs> But the, that's hilarious that you brought up Swedish fish. That's hilarious. I'm shocked. It's, so you it's, know, it's a low-hanging fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it fit perfectly. I was going to say something about Swedish fish, and I forgot, and I don't know what it was. I have a note there. I know it's what just... it was, that they only sell the red Swedish fish now, and you can't find the assorted colors anymore. No, it really? was was it that you had the company name? Because we remember I said it was Maynard no, I, in Canada. I can't find it. Maynard Keenan. Oh. Yeah, no, no, it's not, it's not that. Um B, you go. You can buy Swedish fish at a store in a package, right? It's that yellow package, whatever. Yeah, the yellow box, but it's always it's only like red fish inside. I miss the yeah, orange I one. I miss the green yeah. one. It did used to be other ones. I miss them too, and I miss uh, Hillbilly Jim, and I miss Flash Funk. Did you guys ever hear that prank on that wrestling show? <laughs> it's so funny. Did you guys ever hear that it was played on no. Howard Stern? Oh, no, I do. <laughs> so fucking funny. What was it? This wrestling- this guy called a wrestling show. It must have been like a live podcast at one time. And he punks him. And he fucking <laughs> plays him. And they're talking about WrestleMania. And this guy calls up and he goes, man, you know, I just miss, I just really miss the old days. You know, I miss Captain Lou Albano. And I miss Jake the Snake. And I miss, and he just kept wrestling all these wrestlers' names over and over again. And the guy said, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't realize you missed him. Me too. But we're talking about this WrestleMania coming up this weekend. You know? <laughs> and so I don't know. I should just play it sometime. It only takes two minutes. But but it's funny because they prank him from three different callers. All coming in. And the guy gets real serious. And he goes, I'm going to put the ban hammer on him. He's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, no. We're going to get banned from a fucking wrestling podcast. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm going to look for it. If we... Oh, man. It's so funny. <laughs> anyway. um, So there is no company. If you look at Swedish Fish Bee and look at the box and stuff, in Canada, it's a company called Maynard. Out here... It's just a Swedish fish, and the same thing with Sour Patch Kids. I cannot find a company on the box. It just says Swedish fish and fucking cabbage, cabbage patch, garbage pail kids. 
Isn't that weird? Uh, Would you have ever thought a million years, if you look back at time, and like when that was popular and when, and when these things followed, you had Cabbage Patch Kids, the dolls. They were the fucking craze. Then you had Garbage Pail Kids, which were those, you know, those stickers. But people know what Garbage Pail Kids are. And then Sour Patch Kids came out, all because of that doll. Who would have thought that in 2021, the only one that would have survived consistently making new things is Sour Patch Kids out of those three? They're made by a right. company. They're made by Cadbury Adams Mondells International. Where do you see that? Is it on the box? No, I just looked it up online. Oh. And apparently, Sour Patch Kids were originally designed to be aliens. Interesting. And then the, the Cabbage Patch came out, and there you go. Wow. Sour Patch. No, but I'm saying, no, but the Cabbage <laughs> Patch came out, so they called them Sour Patches, is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? They 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 took that name to to sell it, but see Cadbury that that's a that's a Canadian thing too, right? Cadbury's chocolates. See, isn't that a, isn't that out of Canada? Cadbury Canadian. Uh, I, it was. I think so. Cadbury's I Canadian love Cadbury eggs. Hershey's uh, American, correct? Hershey squirts. Yeah, Hershey's <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Hershey Highway. <laughs> I've been to Hershey. It's nice there. I'd like to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, Hershey. So yeah, Sorry, I thought Cadbury was... was was Canadian. No, it's okay. Cadbury. <laughs> that was uh, what's his name? That was uh, Richie Rich's butler. Cadbury is. <laughs> yeah, remember he broke him out of prison. He gave him the toothpaste that was like oh, melted the bars. You're talking a movie? Yeah, Richie Rich, the movie. Oh, I don't. I never watched the movie. I watched the cartoon when the movie came on. I just wasn't interested. Oh come on, it was awesome. I just figured it's not going to be like the cartoon. I didn't fuck with it. Yeah. There's a lot of things like that. When the, when the, when the live action came out, I just didn't, wasn't interested. I was just the like, live well, action Richie Rich is fun. I, I haven't watched uh, any of those. How about Problem Child? Did you watch that one? People love the fucking shit out of that. Oh, I hated those movies. I, I saw I, the first one and I hated it. And I, I like what's his face, uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, was I, Gilbert Gottfried in it too. Yeah, he was like the head of the orphanage. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> for the adoption. I'm Gilbert Gottfried. I was put on earth. To annoy you. No, I can't stand him. His jokes are very funny. I think he's a very funny guy. He's funny as hell. I can't get past that fucking voice and that delivery of lines. I think it it just, it gets like nails on a chalkboard to me, you know? I I wish I could. Half the fun. (laughs) For some reason. (laughs) I never liked that type of shit. What are we talking about here? I'm like, I didn't listen to the show, so I have no idea what you guys rated these movies. Oh. Yeah. We gotta get oh, D's take. I gave mystery uh mystery. It's in the ghost land nine point five. I was the highest. That's they were at seven, seven, I think, was was that what Gary Hill was at? Seven? I think Gary was seven and I came up. Because uh, two months ago I had it at a seven. I watched it for summer series, went to seven and a half, watched it again for this one, went to an eight. Eight's as high as I can go because I had too many issues. But. All right, I can respect an eight. I uh it made my list, whatever year it came. It was 2018, so it was on the top 18 of 18. It wasn't as high as number two like Christian had it, but it was definitely on there. And this was my best experience watching it this time. It went up to its highest it's ever been. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. I just, I, I am really a fan of the aesthetics of this film and also the fact that we see such horrendous trauma from two different points of view. From someone who's able to escape in their sort of uh, Im- imaginative, sort of uh, literary, creative way, and then 
our other sister who's just sort of stuck in reality, stuck in hell. And I just think it's so well done. Even the comparisons, there's scenes like in this movie where when they get out at the end and and they they run into the cops and the girl still says, uh, what was the girl's name? Beth. Beth. Beth Beth and Vera. Beth says, you know, who's chasing you? And Beth even says, a witch and an ogre. She's still in her, you know, creative way. And and Vera's just like, no, it's two fucking men trying to kill us. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. True. I'm so glad to hear that, that you like that. Well, you know, Gary brought up some good points. So, like, I actually don't know why I never thought Texas Chainsaw Massacre while watching this movie. Because it is that house looks like it could be like a tour page right out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, It's it's less wet, though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not the yeah, not the remakes, right. the originals. And you drew a couple of other comparisons to them, like the way that the 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 big brute is like kind of Leatherface esque as well. And so, yeah, there's some like pretty so overt the, comparisons. So but so, but what's the issue? Everybody no, you know, he, loves and loves Texas Chainsaw. So why I think would, I, I think why he could to that. I think I think initially when he saw it, he saw it as a hang-up and couldn't get past it. Which is funny, because where I'm going with it is I never even noticed it all, uh, like, I, it, all four times. Like It was when he brought it up, I'm like, oh yeah, shit, you're absolutely correct. But because he, one of he the said, killer dresses in women's clothing, and, yeah. and he, the, the other guy's a big, heavyset guy who's brutal. Yeah, it was, like, it was doll, like they think, yeah. separated them. But he didn't the say it as a hang-up the second of, time. I think the mother-child aspect of the killers is very creepy and very different. It reminds me of something I would see on like Criminal Minds. You know, and they have the scene where he's holding the girl up, and and she's she's holding Beth up, and she starts peeing herself when she's dressed as a doll. Uh, Reminded yeah, me yeah. very much of the scene in uh, Mikay's imprint for Masses of Horror, where they tie the Ooh. girl up, and she's all like hot tied, she's like pissing herself. I was just like, this is pretty nasty, dark stuff. So, but I, I do mean, like the writing. Is. I do like the way that they they do the the escape. Yeah, like very, it's... very usual, very usual suspects type stuff, where she took the stuff surrounding her and made it her her new reality, her alternate reality. You know, the picture of the of the guy who became the husband, the picture of the kid who became her son. Yeah. That's you know, cool. And yep, I loved it, and and the help me on the mirror that that Vera yep. would write. I, I I thought this was all like very imaginative, very creative, well made stuff, and from an aesthetic standpoint, I thought it was creepy as hell. The dolls are creepy as hell. That mirror with the doll that comes out. That's a good jump scare the first time you see it. I mean, this was yes. obviously like a third time watch, but I, I don't know. I Emotionally invested every time. Yeah. Right? yeah. I agree, B. Well, you said how clever the twist is and the science. That was one of my big points on it. For whatever reason, the aesthetic for me actually is a problem. I don't like the look of the lighting. It's like piss yellow greenish or something. And it's like this drab look. And for some reason... Something about my eyes, it, 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 mm. as I'm watching it, it does something to me where I check out. Like, it doesn't seem like – I wish I could explain why. As opposed to, like, a movie like Revenge, which is fucking colorful and does all this crazy shit. But, I mean, it, it's not that I'm against dark movies because I love a lot of fucking dark, darker horror movies that are inside and that are dark. Something about the lighting itself turns me off. I don't know why. I, I can't explain why. My eyes just don't like it. I just can't whatever it is. But I agree oh, I about all it. that clever yeah. stuff with the fucking 
uh, what do you call it with, with with where she is and the signs and incorporating her, you know, the, the pictures into this alternate reality she creates and the fact that like what you said that that's a good point about two different portrayals of, uh, you know, a trauma what it could do to people and stuff. That, yeah, they're they're very yeah. grounded in the reality and the horror of what's going on and Beth able to escape and almost become like catatonic. Like I just thought it was very unique and I just thought like that was my my favorite experience watching it i told nice. my wife i said Karen, you you and joss have to watch this movie i want my all i want my other daughter to watch it too the only part that i'm just worried that they won't get through is that part where he holds her up and she's pissing and whatever because that is a very <laughs> tough scene and it's a little yeah. more hard-hitting than some of the horror films that they've like carrie's probably watched more but that my daughters have, have watched but i just feel like that that the power of the sister, the duo, whatever like that, and the relationship with the mom there, I just feel like it, it would be really hard hitting. And the writing, I think, is really well done. And I don't want to watch it with them because I don't want to, you know, because sh- I sometimes get antsy. I'm like, oh, here it comes. And then look, I'm yeah. looking for like reactions, and they're like, what the fuck are you looking at? Let us watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well, listen to the show. Be- yeah. You know, yeah, I definitely will. That's why I don't have to repeat myself now on here to see you get our takes on it. Maybe you can have an opinion on some of the questions I had with some of my minor issues. Again, I still gave it an eight. I came off. I, my I'm question, not going to get fine. My question I wanted to ask is, do you think that they would have tormented them had Vera not given them the finger? That's I've asked that question. I said the exact same thing. Was that the catalyst? Because you know that they were they were. It was a, they were serial, like they had been doing it because they read about it in the paper. So it's been happening. Yeah. So they probably were eyeballing them. But exactly, I said the exact same thing because that shot when she's being dragged through yes, the room and, and you that, just see him doing that, yeah. giving the figure back yeah. to her. Great shot. And I'm like, well, obviously that resonated with him and or her. And like, so ultimately, like, did that was that did that play into it? Yeah. Also, did anyone have a problem with the fact that they did, like, the Lovecraft stuff and, and her becoming, like, this author in her alternate reality and being called a masterpiece and stuff like that? Because, I, I mean, it can seem heavy-handed because like people saying, oh, that might be cheesy. But I almost saw, uh, sort of took it as it's her way of turning her trauma into – a positive outlet for the future. Like she's going to be okay yeah. because she's going to, she's going to write this story. She's going to tell this story, her story, her, her incident you know, we, in the ghost land. We all want, we all want our things to be considered brilliant or amazing. Um, like when we're, when we're doing these things and, and, and hope that, you know, other people will, will, will be able to, to see that in the same way. She's got the, the appreciation and the, the feedback from her mom, but it is her mom. But she, you know, her sister mentions how she writes about interviews that she's had in the future. And that was a good setup for, for two. So I feel like it's believable within the elements that they give us here. And and the story. Exactly. I forgot about that. The, I wrote that out with the, uh, with the fake magazine interviews that, that her, her imagination is so well developed, like in terms of how deep it is beforehand that by the time it gets to that, you don't feel like, Oh, this is cheesy. Like, like you don't feel like it's a fake. No, it doesn't bother me. Makes sense to me. No, I have no problem with that. So Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Nine out of 10 for me, it would definitely move up in my rankings for 2018. I'm not sure where I had it though. 
but I, I really enjoyed it. Revenge? I'm interested. What was the thoughts on Revenge? Well, you what know, do you think? You know, Dave lo- loves it. Um, Sorry, Dave. Yeah, I, th- I think my rating is still probably the same as it's always been. I- I'm interested in seeing more work from this female director. She's done nothing since done nothing. last week. Uh, but I was fuck? reading I was reading something because I, I kept looking her up Crazy. and reading something. And there's a lot of people interested in working with her. So I don't know what's going on if she's doing stuff and it's just taking a while. You know, maybe the pandemic threw things off, but... Maybe you picked up, well, maybe she's I having think, a Clive Barker moment. Maybe she wants to do other things, or yeah. I don't know. From a, I don't think from she, yeah. a filmmaking standpoint, though, the film is incredibly stylish, very, very nice to look at, aesthetically pleasing, great gore, great this. I don't know if it reinvents the rape revenge genre, but I do like the fact that we see evil in different sort of forms. All three of these guys are pricks, but they're all pricks in different ways. Yes. Yeah. You're which right. I thought was I, which I thought was creative, and I do like the fact that at the end, even though she is still sort of half naked running around, she is no longer a victim at this point, and you fi- you get like a final guy. I know Christian made the joke about me being aroused by uh, Richard being half naked <laughs> running around, but <laughs> he's sort of the vulnerable, yeah. naked. He's sort of taking on that traditional female role of being the half naked, like traumatized victim running around. Yeah, when he's we brought being that up too. He's, yeah, yeah. And no, and it's cool. uh, it's great. Like, and it's gory as shit. That was the other. It thing. is gory as shit, yeah. and it's man. great. And man, the tension, the scene where um, is it Stan? Who's the one who rapes her? When Stan is like sitting next to her on the bed before he yes, rapes her, Stan. and yep. that conversation he has with her is like, "Did I get short? Was I the same height yesterday yes. or something?" I was, I was like, "Oh my god, this guy! Oh my!" It was such an intense, and and she knows it's coming, and she can't like do anything about it. To me, perhaps I mean, look, the suspension of disbelief—you got to suspend disbelief a little. I think you can survive the impalement. It's the it's the distance of the fall that might throw some people off. Snap your neck. That's what I kept saying. That's yeah, what I yeah, your yeah, your 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 spine would would definitely snap on that. Correct. You could... It's supernatural, man. I figured it out. I figured it out last show. He was saying it's supernatural, and I, I was just saying, I think it was just that she survived, but there is a rebirth, and I, th- I think maybe they didn't need that. We talked about the ants, but I yeah, honestly yeah. still think maybe if they didn't show her wake up, they just showed her off the thing that you know when they come back and they look over the cliff and they see that she's off. What if, what if that was the reveal, and then she takes herself into the cave to do the, yeah. to do the um, rise from the ashes. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the phoenix. The phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. We also talked yeah. about the fact that she only cauterizes the front of the wound and not the back. I wrote that in my notes, although when they show her walking from the other side, you see the burn marks on the back, assuming that she did it, but not oh. on screen. You see okay. black on the back. But yeah. she, the problem is the the wounds are very well cauterized because she's <laughs> almost like perfectly healed by the end. But yeah. minor, minor nitpicks. I haven't really explored the supernatural element and it reminds me a little bit of uh with you saying that it reminds me a little bit of that movie avenged remember that yeah you guys... i've heard about it i haven't yeah. seen it it's but almost, oh, uh, it's almost yeah. like revenge but a super but it's full-on supernatural where she comes back from from the dead and uh but it's interesting and i, I again I, I had a great time with it i think i enjoy this movie pretty much the same as i do this was probably also like a third time watch i gave it an eight out of ten 
I could see myself maybe even say, giving it an yeah. 8.5, but 8 out of 10 for, yeah. for right now. Yeah, I, I've always loved it. I, I keep on loving it. And I had all kinds of theories about why it's supernatural and what this means. And it's very much that uh, – what was that movie? Because you brought it up, see, when I said it, about uh, with them fucking with nature and that. Oh, and, and Long what Weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a long weekend aspect to this movie, I believe, and it's the way these people treat nature and the way she treats nature and the way nature treats her and things like that. And I think there's something going on there. And I think there's also we did allude to some statements that were made that were cool. It's actually a little bit deeper than you may think. Again, I don't know. That's just, just some no. That's it. That's interesting in because that, that that's a type of conversation that could sorry could raise uh raise my grade even more because I never thought of it. I remember you bringing up supernatural elements probably when we did this back in 2018 but uh right but now i saw them more precise i'm like okay because they kept focusing on the ants they showed the ants a couple times and the apple they focused on it and then what happened and the colors of these ants and the way they look and how for some reason they were all immediately right there when 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 she went impaled on that thing and they came up and they were doing their thing and stuff and yeah stuff with the ants and the guy pissing on the spider later and different stuff just different in general that, that's a quick sum up. And these guys are big game hunters, probably that hunt for sport. So they're treating of nature and yeah, how it, you know, it's treating her and helping her to, and you see the, and you see the guns they bring when they first yeah. show up at the house. Right. This isn't, oh, this isn't even like, this is even like hunting where you're like giving it a fair shot. This looks like they're using like, it looks like the end of Grizzly where they have like a bazooka. They pull up the fucking bear. <laughs> This is like hunting where you see the pictures posted and you're like, these guys are fucking assholes or something like that. Well, I know that he hunts like it's a a hog or something at first, but it looks like, you know, they're going to be like hunting elephant or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's crazy. Yeah, that's it's a shame that they do that. So, well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Listen to the show if you get a chance. Yeah, definitely. Well, no, I enjoyed both movies. I was, you know, I was I was feeling like shit last week, so I I knew I wasn't going to make it, but. Man, I was these two movies are really great films. I think Revenge just missed my list that year. I might have been at like a seven point five then, or I might have been at an eight, and it just was like usually eight's the cutoff, like that makes the list. So it might have been one of the eights that I left off, but I, I enjoyed both of these. An incident in Ghostland, man. I really I fucking love that film. But I, I hate I to say it. It was my number 30. It was my number 30 of the fucking because on summer series we have the final 30, we have to yeah. rank them. And it was my number thirty. <laughs> it was I, I wrote seven and a half for my own sake. We don't give grades on this show, but I like to sometimes talk about them a little bit as to how how, how much I like them. So it was still a seven and a half. Well, you so know I mean, what we should do. You know company. what we should do for for people who haven't listened to the summer series. We should get the list of the thirty movies. You read your th- list of thirty, and Christian and I will put ours in order. And we should do it. Yeah, I could tell you what the thirty are certainly. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, and we could do it like next show or something, or you show us in the future. Yeah, I can when do I, when I, I look, 2018 was a standout, uh, just based on yeah, the top three films alone. It was a fantastic was a big year. year. Yeah. Yeah. And these are also the thing is they also play play by different rules. Where it, where any time it was first premiered from the origin of where it's from, that's the year it counts. So yeah. for example, like 2015, as great as it was, was even better in 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 summer series because movies like uh, Black Coat's Daughter were added to it. Um, there was like a top six or seven that was fucking utterly ridiculous and you had to come up with three. You know what I mean? So it was like so fucking deep. 
that that year. I mean, it was deep as it is, but I mean, and then you add more to it. So some movies that may be 17 or 18 might be a different year. Uh, like like uh, St. Maud made it because it was actually 2019, so it got to be eligible. And so did The Lodge. They got to be on the 2019 show and, and whittled down. Oh, wow. But okay. yeah, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll send you guys a list. That would be fun. But I made, I, I made mine and it was fun. It, it it's was so weird. Time. I feel like sometimes I think back on my top films of each year and I think that almost every year might change my number one. Oh, for sure. And I've watched I've watched my two or three more than my number ones sometimes. Yeah. Other than Hereditary. Hereditary is one of the ones that has stood out. Like Midsummer, <laughs> I put as two and I've watched it more than my number one, no question. No what question. was your number oh. one that year? I think perfection. it was uh, per- The Perfection. Uh, I've, yeah. I've watched that three times. I've watched Midsummer now. Have you watched the five. other one that you had at number one? Didn't you have um, the, what was the one that had the shit? No, the oh. one that had the shitty cover art. It was your number one, like oh no, that- uh, um, um, another evil. Another evil. I don't. I've I watched another evil one more time, and I still really liked it. But I'm like, yeah. See, that's where that's where because I I put my list together, and I don't always do double rewatches before the end of the year for yeah. a lot of them and that i remember really wanted to call that one out and i would say it still would be in my top five but i think that yeah. my number two in a lot of cases would be my number one last year i get again that call the call though was so damn fucking good the call was a great film. yeah the call i, think was I, I had number. issues with it when i watched it i think it was my number four i need, i owe it another watch but uh... it's so difficult when you're doing time travel though because you can fucking nitpick it till you're blowing the balls I'm still happy with travel. Rent the Pal as my number one for last year. For 2018, I think it was Mon Mon Monsters, which I love, yeah, and good. I still yeah. love. Oh, yeah, I've, only, right. I've only watched it one other time, so I, I, I don't even remember. I mean, t- t- these years, I, I'm really enjoying this year. I really am. I'm watching a ton of films. I know I, I, know I always say I'm going to slow down every year, and then I break records every year, but I, 2021 <laughs> is really shaping up for me. Well, you're yep. cooked now because you're competing with fucking Scott and Heather. And no, uh, no, the competition's over. I'm so far ahead of them. It's not even a competition. <laughs> the That's competition's cool. over. That's how it begins. That's awesome. Back in the day, you were competing with a bunch of us. We were all doing it, and we were all trying to do, watch a whole bunch and this and that. And it was like fucking six, seven people. They were watching over 100 p- movies. Now nobody's doing it except the three of you guys in American <laughs> No, I'm not Mark trying Nato, to... it's crazy because as many as I've watched, Mark Nato's like more than doubled me. I'm like, I don't know how he does it. Like, I'm yeah, so but there's some I shit readers in there. I, I do watch some trailers it's... and like, I'm like, I am not watching this. Or I'll start a movie and I'll be like five minutes in. I'll be like, nope, not for me. The Demented was exactly wow. that. I'm like, I'm going to check this movie out, The Demented. And I turned it off within like five. I'm like, that. Nope, this is a piece of shit. Absolute Dem- piece of shit. Which one's Demented. The Dementia came out this year. I mean, look at that. Is that the one with um, what's his name? Who appears in like a thousand movies? Yeah, he has a. I I think that Melissa Rose and Ari 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 Lehman. It's already a turnoff. I know it's going to be shit with fucking Ari Lehman. Bret Hart is number three, the Canadian hero. Of course, it's going to be a shit movie. A wrestler in it and fucking Ari Lehman. And Felicia no, but it, it, it's like worse than shit. Like you'd figure at least you would have some sort of budget attached to it. This I don't know. I don't is know this movie. A- absolute garbage. Wow. I was I was thinking of Fessenden. Oh, that's the other one. A Dementor. Huh? Dementor? Fessenden came out. How the hell? 
that's the reason I wanted to watch it is because um, it it actually like there's only a thousand like two, like just shy of two thousand ratings, but it's averaging six point five. I know it's, it's averaging six point five, which is which is shocking to me. Oh no, I didn't watch this movie, The Demented. Look who's in it. You could tell it's from, you could tell those ratings must be from like a horror, like from the the backers of the movie or something, because the movie is a piece of shit. That's crazy, because that's one I consider watching with a rating that high and that many ratings. That could have fooled me. But again, when I see Ari Lehman second and Bret Hart third, uh, to me, it's a red flag already. And like I said, nothing against Felissa Rose, but when she's the lead... Like the one movie she was in recently that that I enjoyed was uh, Hatchet, was whatever the fuck Victor Crowley, and she wasn't the lead; she was part of it. And Carol Monroe was in there too, and whatever, and little bits and, and that's fine. But when they're set to be the lead in modern day, to me it's and I hate to say it, but it's automatically a turnoff. Just like when Tony Todd is the lead now, I just don't, and, and it's all genre vets. It just seems to me as a gimmick to put them in there. It Even is. Bobo's, it is. As the, 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 I'm sorry. And I love these guys and what they've done. But when I see them in movies now, that's why I said that movie was going to be a piece of shit as soon as I heard about it. They used to call it the Expendables of Horror, and everybody was excited. And I'm, I'm the only guy sitting here saying, yeah, that's going to be a piece of shit. I Look never watched that, that Death House. I never watched Piece of it. shit. Death. See? I, I, mean, I, had, shit. I never had any desire to see it because I feel the same way about the same way Dave does. Like, I, I skip these movies. Dementor is it? Dementor. It says it's 2019, but it came out this year. It was a Larry Fessenden movie. Another one. People are actually giving it decent reviews. I've read some decent critic reviews, but I thought it was boring as hell. One movie that falls under this category, Dave, is um, Kane Hodder's new movie called Knife Corps. It, it feels awesome. it feels like a low budget um, Don't Breathe. But okay. it's got some it's got some mild entertainment to it. I will say that I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I put it on one day cuz it was free on Prime through one of the channels and I was like, "Yeah, I'll check it out." And it was nice. mindless entertainment. It wasn't bad. Like I think I gave it like a 6, 6 and a half. But uh he wasn't he wasn't terrible in it, but usually but Felissa Rose, I've seen her in some recent movies where she has like four second parts. Literally like yeah. one line of dialogue and I'm like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, just a paycheck and fucking yeah. on they go. Can't blame her, but I mean, the people that are making the movies are just trying to use a name and do something. But to oh, me, what's her name? Okay. done some had a decent comeback though this year. Not, Barbara Crampton. Crampton, yeah. Jacob's she's been wife doing had, it for years. Yeah, Jacob's, she's done. yeah. Jacob's wife was great. I thought. Jacob's wife was great. She was in fucking that Sunchoke movie. Was really good. She came she back was in, in Superhost. Superhost was. I didn't love it, but you know, but I really liked Superhost. Made- yeah. Sorry. I haven't seen it, but I will. But no, I'm saying Barbara Crampton makes good decisions. She isn't like one of those people that did some slashers early, disappeared, and then came back and she's just doing all these knockoffs of of any horror movie that she would have done in the past. The movies, the first one we saw her come back in was fucking You're Next. Or not, was it You're Next? Or it was that or in, in uh, what's the other one, which we're going to cover again soon? Not Wish You Were Here. I always call it that, the Pink Floyd album. Um, we're still whatever. here. We are still here. She was we in that. We are still here. <laughs> so she picked fucking good good right off the bat she picked a couple good titles and she continues to do so so i'm like yeah that's she's making the right decision she's not just saying oh this is a reanimator type movie let's put barbara crampton in it or and have her walk in there for two minutes no she's actually the lead and she's on the screen acting you know and 
and playing roles that are suited for her. It's yeah, good. it was the Kane Hodder film. It was Knifecore. I just looked it up. That had Felissa Rose for two seconds, and it also had Tiffany Shepes for two seconds. That's the the annoying the annoying part of the demented and I think it's what is more insulting is it does one of those warnings at the beginning that said this is a this movie's trying to expose or put a spotlight on this problem that we've got of torture rape and human trafficking and I'm like no you're just trying to exploit it <laughs> to sell your movie and and now you're trying to guise it as you're trying to do something proactive about it and it that's, pissed me off immediately and it was really like just it was just bad production value and so already i don't even i i can't to be honest i can't give it a fair review because i turned it off i thought it was it was just so lackluster in production quality and acting and everything that after 10 minutes i'm like this is not for me it's not even on my list to check out and i have a huge list do not yeah but that's why yeah we're going to have a trigger warning at the beginning. It's going to say everything. Trigger warnings, colon, mm-hmm. rape, uh, incest, torture, childhood trauma, pedophilia, any fucking thing you could think of, we're going to market it that way. And then at the end at the, at the, at the end of the last credits, the last is a couple, oh, just kidding about those trigger warnings, by the way. We can't <laughs> I wouldn't even want to, I wouldn't even pedophilia. want to cheapen the movie. Necropedophilia. I wouldn't want to cheapen Yeah. Imagine going before a judge being charged with necropedophilia and be like, Your Honor, I thought the child was still alive. <laughs> Is there a necropedophilia? If you were to have sex with a dead child, would it be considered necropedophilia? Is Frankie still in the room? <laughs> <laughs> Ask her. No, but she might know about it. She knows about all that shit. No, dude. That's the type of shit she watches on YouTube. It's all about this and that and the other. Oh. You know, she's she's into real crime. Again, she wants to be, she wants to go into forensics. She wants to fucking solve crimes, and that that's her goal. That's her fucking focus. She's always wanted to, you know, be in, on on the forensics level of shit like that. So she's into all that shit, the, the true crime and the discovery. And again, it's a long way to go. And as long as she keeps getting the grade she does, the sky's the limit. But. She may change her mind. She's just fifteen, but she's that definitely shit, that's just entertaining as hell. The true crime. I mean, that that's how Netflix is is thriving now. Netflix thrives on their television shows and their limited series true crimes. They're so expensive, and that's the only reason they're worth it is for those documentaries. Yeah, but they're not. I mean, look. I mean, in terms of like putting out new horror content, they are putting out some stuff. But if if I was going, it's just like a horror movie fan. I would. I wouldn't have Netflix. No, honestly, Tubi's become one of my new favorites for for just horror. And speaking of Tubi, uh, for my thirty-one days of horror, although today's day three and I haven't done shit yet, but I will. For my thirty-one days of horror, when I'm doing B, I don't know if you knew, I was gonna watch a movie, one from each year of the last thirty-one years oh, that nice. I've never seen before, and do it. So like nineteen ninety and onward, and towards the end, like the later part, like two thousand ten and above, I. Remember how I told you I had that list of those uh, found footage movies that I'm curious about that I've yeah. never seen? I have some on there, and they're, they're, they're on Tubi, of course. Dude, but... I've, been, I've been adding so many found footage on Tubi. Tubi has a whole category just for found footage. No shit. I know. I, I, I've been watching a lot of found footage lately. I uh, I got to say, like, I, I, Howard's Mill is still, like, for some reason, I know Christian just thought it was okay or whatnot, but I'll be digging it's, it. it's really stuck with me. It, it, nice. it, ha- it does have a creep factor to it. I mean, 
Initially, maybe people would be put off because the first thing I saw was somebody compared it to Lake Mungo. And after watching it, I was like, no, it's not Lake Mungo. But I can understand why they were comparing it because of that. It just it, it won't go away. Wow. The, the uh, creep fat. There's a there's a there's a chilling aspect to it. I love that. See, that's what happened with me in Resolution. People got mad, but somehow I talked it through on the Summer Series when there was movies like Battery and Excision there. And that was the indie darling that I, on my last watch and my last watch only, it went up to a new level. It went up to like a nine, and it never did before. What, and Resolution? I watching it, yeah, dude, it kept creeping me out more and more, the yeah. things that were happening. Because I think the first two times I watched it, I was more focused on the story between the two guys and less focused on the horrific things and the fucked up creepy shit that was going on. I was more into that story of this guy getting sober, which yeah. makes sense. It's a character piece with these guys. That's fine. But now that I've seen it, again, like I always say, it's only as good as the last time you saw it. This last time, it really hit me hard. And everything that's happening to them, I'm like, wow, this is really clever and fucking creepy. Imagine being in this situation. It's freaking crazy shit, and it fucked me up. So I'm, I can't end up being real I, high because it's stuck I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan you know? of that. So you can't. I like it better than The Endless. I watched The Endless uh, a week ago because I've been talking about resolutions so much. I said, I want to watch Endless again because I remember loving it. And I gave it a 9 out of 10 the year it came out. And I watched it, and it was still great. But Desert Island now, it's resolution for me. I, I, Interesting. I, I still think yeah. I'm the other way, but it's been Most a while since are. I've watched both of them. But uh, the, even their new one that just came out, Synchronic. Synchronic? Is, is it even horror? They talked about it on honestly, show, but... I was honestly I'm having I'm really because of the large amount of films I'm watching this year I don't think I'm going to have any problem making a top 20 list or 21 list of films that I rank 8 or above this is a film I would rank 8 or above I just I don't know whether it's hard I had Scott I asked Scott and Heather to watch a certain movie on Netflix that I was conflicted about and Scott watched it and he enjoyed it as well but he said it's not hard it's called Homunculus it's uh, Shimizu Oh wow! It's okay. it's fa it's a fantastic film, but he's like, I don't think it, what, it's, it's, it's like, what what is it called? Homunculus. Yeah, <laughs> it it, it, it's so unique <laughs> and so well done. But he's like, I, it's like it's he's like it has horror elements, but I wouldn't count it. I'm like, all right, then I'm pulling it off my list because it's a film I'd probably give like a nine. Didn't Shemizu do another one this year? Or yeah, the only Howling one? Village. Because that's the one people are saying I should watch. Okay. I haven't watched it yet, but you should. But as a Shimizu fan, you should also watch Homunculus. I, I mean, you know, add it to the list yeah. for the future, you know, for, you know, a January or whatever. But uh, Synchronic, I don't know. It feels more sci-fi to me. That's what I thought. It, but, I didn't but see again, it. But again, it's, it's, it's really good. These guys are such great creative filmmakers. Nice, man. I'll, I'll definitely... I'll get to it. I'll, I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. So I wanted to tell you my list while I'm here because I don't know if I'm going to make the videos now or not. And honestly, I'm at the point now. Guess what? I don't give a fuck anymore. What, the, 30, <laughs> the 31 list? I'll still watch them, but I, I don't know if I'm going to make the videos like I, I was saying I was going to do. But get to them. I, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not putting any more pressure on myself to do anything at fucking all. For I mean, yes, I want to. Of course, we're going to do the shows. Uh, other than that. I'm not going that extra mile. That's one of the things I'm off of Facebook. And the, the longer I'm off, the less I'm giving a shit about what's going on out there and what I promote, what I don't. Yeah. Promote. I'm just, it's 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 dissipating quickly, and I like it. So it's like, okay, that's fine. If I had the time to commit, I would make, I would try 
try to do kick kick ass YouTube videos and and focus all my attention on that. But I don't think me doing something for five hours a day with editing and trying to make a great video like fucking angry video game nerd makes or something like that or even something like what Moods does. I don't think what I'm putting in is going to ever reward what I could get out of it. So I just don't don't think I'm gonna do it. But either way, these are the movies I'm doing. So. Ooh, this, is, this is fun. I like this. I why not? This is, okay. 1990. Now, keep in mind, B, I've never seen any of these movies. That's yeah. why I'm, I feel I should see them or I just want to see them for whatever reason. Or, or that year, I couldn't find anything else to watch and I'd seen everything. So, okay, 1990, The Reflecting Skin. I know you're a fan. Oh, right? my God. No, that's so weird. It's on Prime. I'm not sure I if have, it's the IMDb. And I just added it because I've never seen it either. Oh, see, last show Christian said you were a big fan of it. He thought that's funny. Okay. Oh. I swear to God, you said it was with uh, that uh, Shannon guy, right? I swear that's you take got you. Shelter. Oh, that's why. Take shelter is the one. I'm Michael Shannon. Up. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, reflecting, reflecting skin. I recently discovered on Prime and added it to the list, so I got to check well, it out. Well, here's why. Too. This is why I want to see it. I remember uh, I was reading this magazine. I was reading a Fangoria way back when. And at the end of it, uh, it was a, I think it was like the the 2000 issue, 1999 going into, and they did a list of the best movies of the 90s, and they took it by year. In 1990, the editors picked The Reflecting Skin. This is going back into the year 2000, and I remember reading that episode of Fangoria episode. That I'm still doing it. <laughs> oh, fuck. And I'll try to bring back Fango again because I know some people have said they want to hear it. We'll probably won't have time today, but I'm, I'm up to number 11 now. But anyway, I got tons of notes for that. But So I'm reading this Fangoria, and it, it, it always stuck. I was like, okay, reflecting skin. I want to see what it's about. So that's 1990. 1991, The Sect. Did you ever see The Sect? I think I saw it once. Did Apparently, you see it's, it's a Yeah, Suave. I found out. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah the yeah. Italian one. Yeah. Whatever his name is, yeah. That's on, that's on Plex. So easy to see, The Sect. Uh, 1992, Innocent Blood. People talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah. I got the Saw blue the theater. on. Did you? <laughs> I, love I like Innocent yeah. Blood. I like right. that. I movie. got it. I got it for a four for forty four a couple of years ago for one of those sales they have because yeah. you know it's a blind spot. So I figured I'll gamble and I'll buy it. So I'll watch that one. I'll open the wrapper. Ticks, 1993. Yeah. Ticks. Did you ever hear that Ticks, one? Ticks Tony. is getting a. Ticks is getting. I think a Vinegar Syndrome release now. Tony Randall oh. or or. Uh... And Brian Yuzna produced it. I, I saw yeah. that it's got way Seth back Green when, in too. It, right? Yep. Seth Green yeah. and uh, that other Diaz girl or whatever. Cameron? No. Um, she was in, like, Witchboard 2, I think. Oh, let's see. Witchboard 2. I got it right here. It's <laughs> funny. You what? Access to Witchboard 2, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a random movie to have at your, like, at your arm's length. Like, oh, Witchboard 2. It's I have true, it right here. But it's on my VHS shelf, and the W section is here. Is it Andy Dolan's? Yeah, Dolan's. What did I say, DS? Yeah, Dolan's. Dolan's, sorry. I always like this cover. That's why I have this. Isn't that cool? That is a cool cover. I've never even seen it. I just always like the cover. A a decent sequel. Not great, but decent. Decent. Yeah. Ticks is fun. Ticks is fun. Ticks is on IMDB on the channel. Yeah. Through Amazon, so it's free. So I got that. 1994 Brain Scan. I've seen that cover for years. I've always wanted to watch it, and I had the Blu-ray, so why not? Um, nice. Here's one. You'll probably be surprised I haven't seen it. 1995 The Prophecy. I've never seen it. You know what? I feel like I've only seen The Prophecy like once, and I never with saw Walken? the sequels. Yeah, with Walken. There's a bunch of them. Isn't yeah. there like five or six prophecies or something? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I saw that in the theater, too. <laughs> the first one. Did you? 
Nice. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's streaming at many places. Uh, 96 is Oregon. You ever hear of Oregon? Oregon. No. Not out. No. That one doesn't ring a yes. bell. Yes. Did, did Moose have that on his list for 96? That's why I know about it because they had to yes. Yeah, yeah, I I watched it for the '96 show. It was really vile and gross. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Moods had it on his top ten. He did because I could. I do. '96 was one of those years that everything was shit, or I'd seen everything. I was like, what yeah. am I? So I went to our show and I tried to find movies that we talked about, and that was one of Moods, Oregon. So I said, yeah. okay, will be it. Uh, 1990s, and that's on Plex. That's why I could watch it now, nice. Oregon. So, uh, Perfect Blue. I've heard people talk about it for years. I know Jerry right. Herring blows the hell out of it. It, it really right? is a fantastic film, and it was supposed to be live action, and that would have made it, I think, even better. But uh, it's a, it really is a good film. Now, can I show it to Francesca? She loves anime. There's there's animated nudity and animated rape, I think, in that. <laughs> but okay. it's a cartoon. Hey, it is cartoon, <laughs> but like... Uh, good stuff. <laughs> Um, okay, I'll let her watch. It is graphic, but I, I, I mean, she's she's old. She's mature enough. Okay, so I'll do that. At that time, Plex as well. This one's kind of funny, but it was a really weak year, and there's nothing else that really interested me. 1998, <laughs> I still know what you did last summer. I have it on Blu-ray. Oh, I uh, uh, I, ju- I just watched that earlier this year. I mean, it's a, it, it's a cheesy, bad slasher sequel, and so if you go in with that mentality, you should enjoy it. And you guys remember, I liked the first one. I was fine with it. So, yeah. I mean, and this has oh, this Jennifer is, Love Hewitt in it. I know. It's but, a step down, but it, it, it it's so stupidly fun. It's, I, I think it's more of a throwback to the, 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 like, the slasher films more than the first one. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, well, just, well just a slasher film. I'm not saying it's good, but it, it's so goofy right. that I think you'll enjoy it. Jennifer Love Hewitt in, in, in 1998, I'd watch her do basically anything so that's fine <laughs> uh 1999 existence have never seen it i've seen I know it people love it i know people uh, love it i don't know i'm not, I'm not, not the biggest not fan of it i thought it was yeah, yeah. yeah. no what's the deal right that's cronenberg right yeah it's cronenberg yeah, so i just what I've heard, that it's very much uh how can i explain this Rebecca McHenry, who is also a professor at her school teaches film and all this stuff she says that all of her students when she granted it's a younger generation, of course, but she showed them all Videodrome and they were just kind of mad on it. And then they saw Existence and it's like a modern, more modern version of it. And they all seem yeah. to love it. So I'm kind and of I'm flipped. That's exactly it. It was kind of like him revisiting the same sort of themes uh, within like the, you know, virtual reality um, or video game kind of world. I've watched it twice i think and i haven't seen it in years and i just remember it being kind of blob both times okay well if you can find another one better from 99 let me know but uh it's on the paramount uh thing streaming so i could watch that uh 2000 a movie called chasing sleep great film just watched just watched it a few months ago again it's with uh, jeff daniels right I think so. I don't remember. I, I forget what brought me to these decisions. <laughs> I think it's it's Jeff Daniels. It's very much a psychological losing your mind type film. It's it's very much like a character study more so than anything. I'm down. All right. That's yeah. on Prime. So that's easy. 2001. Never seen this movie. And I've seen a lot of this guy's movies. Dagon. So. Uh, Stuart Gordon. It's yes. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stuart Gordon. It, it's on Plex and Tubi. So why not? If you don't Seven. like it, don't Stuart Gordon yourself. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> uh, what else? Okay, here this is a real interesting one. B. Uh, it's finally available. The Collingswood story. Now yeah. I know I've heard people say it isn't the greatest, but as a found footage enthusiast and the little clips I have seen and the way it was made, the style it was filmed, I'm very curious. And it's finally. I I've only uh, seen it once, and it's a number of years back. And I was I found it creepy and aesthetically pleasing and i think i gave it like a seven really i, I know i know jamie and brian just recently watched it and they, they yeah jamie it. asked me they hated it yeah because they posted their thoughts on online oh. on and they, they 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 really did not like it well she asked me about it. she goes did you is it available and at the time this was really weird yeah. i go comes and goes on youtube all the time it was just there a few weeks ago and now it's gone but if you search this one thing just called found footage sometimes it comes up so she wanted to see it she targeted it because of whatever yeah and she told me hey it's on primer it's being released i was like oh sweet so i didn't she didn't tell yeah, me it just it. it just got a nice release too i think i didn't i didn't buy it but uh i remember when i saw it i watched it on the computer on some site i don't know if it was youtube or not but well i gotta watch it just for its historical relevance oh absolutely absolutely i think it's worth a watch i I enjoyed it more than they did. Okay. Well, okay. 2003. This is the weird one. I could find nothing, and I just so happened to have this DVD, and I've never watched it. It's called The Janitor. And oh, my God. You're going to hate it. You're gonna, I've never heard of it. Am I going to? It's that goofy? It's a trauma film. I know, but I heard it's not all that goofy, and that it's kind of <sighs> slashery. No? It's not bad. It's got some cool kill sequences in it, but it's 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 still trauma-esque. It's not... It's not all right, it's not like poultry guys, you know. It, okay, it's not Toxic Avenger trauma. It's still got a story and a narrative, and it's people. There's no mutants in it, so maybe you will enjoy it a little bit more. But it's still, you can still well, feel the trauma in it. <laughs> Pickens were very slim. That's why I chose it. I really couldn't find anything in 2003. I would go to all the sites. I would go to fucking, you know, IMDb and see everything listed. I would go on the Wikipedia, and I just couldn't find anything better for 03. If anyone else. Does here? Let me know. You know, I'm 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 open to to switch. Maybe it. you love it. Maybe you Who love else? it. I didn't I didn't hate it, but I just front of the, like, right. middle of the road on it. Yeah, well, I, like I said, it's it's a tough year. 2004, Creep, the original Creep that takes place in the subways or whatever. Oh, you never saw that? I, I'm surprised. No, never saw that's, it. That's a that's a, yeah, that's a really good film. That's a really good film. Oh, good. That that's one I'm looking forward to. Uh, 2005, Reincarnation. Oh. Excellent film. Really? Okay. Excellent film. Wow. All right. Nice. Okay. I don't know anything. I don't know how I made the list. I already forgot how I came up with this. This was one I'm really excited about. 2006. I finally found some place that has it. Of course, it's Tubi. 13 Game of Death. I'm really excited to see this one. Because 13 Sins was great. And it was based on this one. This is the Asian one. 13 Game of Death. So. Okay. Yeah, I've always wanted to see it. Yeah. I didn't know if this was the one that was based on 13 Zametti. No, no, no. Remember, that, remember that movie, 13 Sins? Remember that no, movie? No, I do, yeah. Yeah, it was based on this. It was a remake, the American remake of it. And I enjoy that movie and concept, so yeah. I can only assume the Asian original is going to be better because they kind of yeah. always are. No, but there was also a film, I forgot I forgot what language it was. It might have been a French film called 13 Zametti. I'm not sure what. And they did an American remake of that, and it's like a Russian roulette type film, which is also really good. Huh. I'm going to have to look up what country that, that 
movies. You know what I really want to watch again? Cheap Thrills, because they were talking about it on Summer Series constantly. Everyone that was like on the round table saying, oh, man, I would have liked they had that. And it wasn't even picked as the top 12 to talk about for that particular year. But it seemed like everybody had an affinity for it, saying how good Cheap Thrills is. And like, maybe it's better than I thought it was. And I, remember, I only saw it one time. But I was like, I'm going to have to watch this one again. Cheap yeah, 13 Zimedi is a French film from 2005. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, now, 2007. I originally had Rogue on there because I've never seen that movie Rogue. But then, which one's this, Rogue? This Exhibit A movie. We oh. don't that. It's a found footage. Found movie. footage. Yes, I've seen it. I've seen it. So I'm going to do that. I think it's, it's worth on... checking out. It's worth checking out okay. Exhibit A. What's right. Rogue? Rogue is a, a crocodile movie. Oh, people oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I love Mc, that. Uh, Greg McLean or McLean, right? Yeah. yeah, I know people like it. I haven't seen it, so I was uh, considering watching it this time. But Rogue is Rogue. Both are worth watching. Both are worth okay. watching. Rogue is the better film, but for found footage, Exhibit A is actually pretty good. I'm on the found footage. If I can get it, I'm gonna get it. Um, not, <laughs> here's one that's kind of funny. 2008. I couldn't find anything else, and I've never seen it. And I have part three on Blu-ray and part one, but not part two. And it's Troy Ride Two. Never seen Joyride 2? I'm curious. I've never seen it either. Well, 3 is supposed to be really good. That's why I put it as one of our top-notch trilogies. We talked about it because Jason Lloyd loves it. He said it's one of the best modern slashers that gets no attention. So I was like, wow, and it's gory apparently. So I've never seen it. I'm like, okay, what the hell? Joyride 2. It's on Plex. Easy enough. Um, a friend's Plex, not not for anybody. Damien probably. Um, <laughs> okay, 2009. <laughs> I've owned this movie for years because I got it for a dollar when Blockbuster closed and I still never watched it. It's Pandorum. You guys see Pandorum? Yeah, I saw it Way once. back when it came out, yeah. Yeah. Is it okay? It's, it was okay. Uh-huh. I don't, yeah. yeah. Sorry, B. <laughs> no, I'm with C on that. I, I remember it being okay. I think if I was entertained else, by it. Yeah, if nothing else, I must have settled because I couldn't find anything else. So, again, I don't know. Again, Maybe that I'll felt do... very sci-fi horror. Yeah. Like, yeah, but but... But it was fun. Okay. I'm looking forward to this one, actually. 2010, The Reef. People keep talking me up on The Reef, saying I'd like it. It's a shark movie yes. I'd like. So. It, it is It is one of the better ones. Okay. I'm on that. That's on Prime. Uh, here's another one. I don't know how horror it is, but I know everybody loves it, even though it's like it's more thriller-ish, but people lump it in sometimes. 2011, Sleep Tight. People love this fucking movie. So. I bought it for the 22 Shots Boys when I first saw it. And they reviewed it on the show because I bought it for them. That was uh, maybe you recommended it. Brandon recommended this a long time ago. I first I first introduced it to them because like I saw it and I was so blown away by how how excellent it is. It's really really dark. It's good. It's good. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Cool. All right. So that that's on Shutter. So it's easy to find. 2012. It was kind of a tough year. I, but I've had this Blu-ray for a long time now. I got it cheap from somewhere, and I haven't watched it. And it's a movie called Silent House. I'm finally gonna crack that open and watch it. Oh, is this that. the original? Is this the original version, or is this an American version? I don't know. It's just called Silent House. I know what's her name is in it. That woman. The from, one take uh, movie. The supposed Olsen? one take movie. Uh, okay, you're doing the American version. There's, I think, there's a Spanish version. Yeah. Of Silent House. I'm not. I, I think I've seen both, but uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yep, is Elizabeth in, is in the American version. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed okay. it. I'll check it out. It's been here for too long with being, you know, unopened, so it's about time. Okay, 2013. This is one of those uh 
found footage movies that I've been waiting to see that, that comes highly regarded. It's called Descent into Darkness, My European Nightmare. Oh, my God. That movie is so fucked up. Is it, oh, you, you watched it? Yes, I've seen it. A long it's, time ago? It's, it's with that goofy-looking guy, right? He's got, like, I don't the... Know anything. I just... Oh, I thought you had, like, a picture of it up. No, I don't have it. I, I just wrote yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's like a guy on vacation. He almost comes across like a Borat-type character, and he's on vacation, and he's filming, and he just descends into, like, madness. It's oh, pretty okay. It's pretty nasty and uh, crazy. Uh, I'm excited. Okay, here's the, see, there's a lot of found footage coming up now because there wasn't a lot from 2015. I've been watching a lot. I've been watching a lot over the last nice. couple of years, and this year especially I've watched a ton, so... Well, my problem is I've seen so much from 2014 on. There's very little I didn't see horror unless I wanted to skip it. So it was tough. But then I had this list of found footage. So this 2014 movie is called Infliction. And that's it. It's a found footage movie. I'm going to see it. I don't know. Infliction? Oh, I'm thinking of Incision. Infliction. Is that the vampire No, Affliction is the other one with the vampire. Affliction. What's Infliction? I don't know. (laughs) In 2014, it has high enough reason for me to do it. There it is, 2014. Again, it's a 5.2 out of 10. And oh, in 2011, TV. two brothers documented their murder spree in North Carolina. This is their actual assembled footage. It's on Plex. So, this cover art looks like I've seen it before, but I don't remember. So I might add this to. Yep, Infliction 2014. And uh, here's another. I, I've definitely seen this, but I'm. Yeah, but I'm definitely oh. going to watch it again because I don't remember. Okay. Here's another one. While you're on the B or wherever, look this one up. It's from 2015. It's called Ghoul. It's another found footage movie, Ghoul. No. Ghoul. Tell you, this dude, pickings were slim in, the, in these years because we watched everything. 2014, 15, 16, I was fucking watching everything in sight. So there's not many I haven't seen. It's just, it is what it What's is. What's it called? Ghoul from 2015? Yep, Ghoul. There it is right there. Horror thriller, four point six out of ten. Kind of low rated, but some people like it on on that site that I went to. So, three American filmmakers become the targets of the evil spirit of the most violent cannibal in recorded history. See, I've always skipped this one because of that cover art. It looks I like know. A, yeah, that's a. Yeah, I, I remember this cover art with this woman with the pentagram. It just always looked like a cheesy. But if you look at the B. A 10 out of 10, a 10 out of 10, a 9 out of 10, an 8 out of 10, an 8 out of 10, an 8, an 8. These are written reviews. 8, 8, 8, 7. So people that are found footage enthusiasts, I think, like it. Yeah, you know? and four po- even though 4.6 is low, when you look at 2,000 reviews and the fact that people just automatically hate found footage, it's right. not terrible. Right, exactly. So it's maybe I'll like it, maybe it'll suck. But yeah. I'll find out. 2016, Fender Bender. Oh, that's, a fun, that's a fun film. Oh, yeah, that was fun. You never saw that? Oh, I skipped it that year. I don't know why, but I didn't didn't get you to probably it. Probably like Fender Bender. I don't like words that rhyme like that. <laughs> well, that really exists. Fender Bender is a term. I don't like when words when movies rhyme or words rhyme. <laughs> it's true. Like when I hear something like Crime Time or not Crime Time. What's that movie called? It's like a little kids movie. Not Crime Time. What's that shit called? Time Crimes or some shit like that. When I hear that, time you know crime. what's funny? Time Crimes is a movie I just added on on Amazon also because I've never seen it and people rave it. Like it's like a cult favorite. Time Crimes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes movies that have those rhymes in the title seems like a gimmick and it's, it's a turn off to me. There's another movie that I don't like that everyone loves. With the, I didn't watch it. That's what I'm saying. I skipped it because I don't like the rhyming. But Fender Bender is something that really exists. 
People say that. It's a term. Oh, the guy I don't like the Reddit. I don't like the Reddit. I don't know. I just love <laughs> It just seems weird to me. It seems cheap. It's a cheap title trying to be funny. Like even like witching and bitching, especially bitching being in there, you know it's not going to be serious at all. Witches are fucking complaining or whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the, right, the, the reasoning is what makes me laugh. <laughs> I don't want to see witches complaining or something. I don't know. No, Again, see... there's a reason for it, though. See, that I can't watch everything, so I have to find weird ways to fucking to cut some movies out. And that's 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 what it is. Okay. I get you. You know, 2017, another found footage, the Blackwell Ghost. It's only like an hour long, and there's a bunch of other ones, but I hear the first one's the best to watch. And it. I always thought that was a documentary. I, I don't think it is. Yeah, that's it. If it is, it's it's horrific. I, that's I don't on, know. That's on Tubi also. Yep, of course. Uh, Tubi! Here you go. Here's Grace. a rhyming movie. Sorry. Here's a rhyming movie I never watched because I thought it was – they should have called it something else. Anyway, um, this is on Hulu 2018, and it's more horror adjacent than a straight horror movie, but I know people like it a lot. Assassination Nation. Oh, oh. Horror, adjacent, horror adjacent Lloyd? Yeah, it's. I like that movie a lot. I've watched that twice. <laughs> really, it is, it is a good movie. Here, it's yeah. really smart. So I'm curious about. It. I don't like it because they just. I think calling a movie Assassination Nation is it, it, it's stupid. They should just call it Assassination, and they should have had the word Nation fucking capitalized <laughs> just to, to separate it. it Assassination Nation is fucking dumb. So I don't know. That's how I look at it. Uh, when I look at something, I think this would be a more clever title, like. What was that movie called about the Exorcist or Shark Exorcist? They should have just called it Sharksorcist. It would have had a much better fucking ring to it. They should have called, called it Ted Hogan. Ted Hogan. The only thing is Ted Hogan wouldn't fucking wouldn't rope me in or lasso me in more than any other title would. <laughs> like John Wick. John Wick didn't lasso me in either. You know what John I mean? Wick would be a lot less menacing if his name was Ted Hogan. You're, I guess. I don't know what's, like, what's more. I don't know what's what sounds worse, a Wick or a Hogan. Either. A fucking candle or a fucking Hogan? A Hulk Hogan? A Hogan. He's saying a Hogan like it's a thing. A Hogan. <laughs> I have no clue what's going on. Okay. Uh, 2019. Again, it's tough to do. I've never seen this, and I, I know a lot of people seem to actually like it. And it's the remake of Rabid. It's it's on Hoopla. So yeah, it was you know. okay. I thought it was pretty good. I like people that too. Of... I, I actually really, I really dug it. Good effects. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Cool. So I'll check it. And then 2020, didn't get to see this. I thought I watched it, and I fucked up. And it sounds like it's a pretty good movie. Uh, it's it, it again. It, it may be more horror adjacent, Lloyd. Uh, but I don't know. <laughs> it's it's that movie alone. With the girl getting terrorized by some guy she's driving. Oh, no, there's a couple I'll... of them. I watched them all. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. You said she made decisions yeah, or something? Watson raved it also. Yeah, it was one of these movies where, yeah, where the character, she's, she's in the predicament, but she makes all the right decisions, yet the horror still ensues. It's not one of these, oh, let me go hide behind the chainsaws. You know, it wasn't like stupid. Like, she's doing smart things, but she's still being tormented by this guy. Yeah. No, that's a good film. Cool. So that's the list. Uh, again, today's the third. I don't know I don't know how I'm going to do it or when I'm going to. And again, I'm going to be gone fucking from the 27th to the 31st. I'm not going to have a Halloween here. I'm going to be in Vegas fucking, you know, November 2nd. <laughs> gone. Nothing. I hope you catch some big fish. 
<laughs> I hope I don't catch COVID. I'll tell you that. I'm fucking, I gotta be going on a plane and fucking going in different airports and all this other shit. You know? You still wearing your mask everywhere? No, but I'm gonna start. I think you have to at the airport and in the airplane. Yeah, just where you. You do. While you're traveling, I would just. I would certainly. Wear I don't, your mask. I, oh yeah, I, I yeah I will. I, I just, still wear it everywhere. Even though I'm vaccinated, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still wearing them. Like, you see people in the supermarket, everyone's walking around without it on. You know what? I'm used to it at this point. I'm just going to keep it on until 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 it's fully – I don't know if it's ever going to fully go away, but until it's even it more will... – until it's even more under control. Oh, that's yeah. what you should be doing. That's what everybody yeah. – that's the problem. Everybody thinks, oh, no, it's done or they don't believe it. Like, well, it's a fucking ghost. Well, that's what happened when they first announced that they had, like, the vaccine. Like, the vaccine will be ready soon. Everyone took their masks off. Like, you haven't gotten it yet. Put your mask back on. I love it. I I don't believe in it. Okay. I'm like, well, you know what? It believes in you. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking idiot. That's it. Don't believe it. It's all a hoax. (laughs) We need more of you around. (laughs) For you, I recommend no mask. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you what to do. You're a doctor. And you're coming here to fucking say, this is yeah. what you should do. And you're going to say, no, I think I'm going to, that, that would be like a fucking, can you imagine a plumber coming to your house and saying yeah. this, I'm going to do that. And they go, well, you know, honestly, I would rather, I think, you know, you should do it this way. Who's the fucking plumber? You are the guy that you have fucking paid. Yeah. If these are doctors seeing this, this is this. Yeah. All, Nobody wants to agenda. listen to the doctors, but they'll listen to the Facebook groups of angry uh, people who are like, this is a conspiracy. Yeah. I'm so happy. I'm so fucking happy not to be in that that scene anymore. Honestly, I, I, I'm not (laughs) off Facebook in terms of like, I'm not like, I haven't like deactivated anything, but I rarely post. I've always been somebody who rarely posts. I I really, I have it. I occasionally go on, but, but like you, Dave, I really use it mainly for messenger. Yeah, that's it. I just, and I don't need to do all that extra stuff anymore because too many people say and do things that frankly rub me the wrong way. Just everybody's, everybody's very, everybody's, everything's very angry and aggressive, even aggressive, even when it's not angry, everything just seems so aggressive. It's like, like a movie, don't like a movie. Why is (laughs) like the way, the way Eric, I mean, I guess the way he took my, uh, my joking about the anti-trailer people. I mean, it was all just a big fucking joke. Like at the end of the day, I really don't care. But the way you yeah, took he, it, like, <laughs> like, oh my god, like, chill out, like, like that's the way everyone is with everything else. But I mean, but, but for real, if you don't like a movie, that's okay. You could be in a chat with somebody. Now I even got fucking issues in a chat because fucking see, you say something about, you know, um, I didn't, I didn't like the Evil Dead remake. Okay, well, I liked it because I thought this, this, and this. And then it's a fucking diatribe about this and this and this and oh blah, 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 and, and this this sucks and this and why would they do this? and I just fucking okay I liked it you didn't I'm gonna tell you why I liked it you can tell me why you didn't like it <laughs> and, that's and it. then move on and then it fuck correct you don't need to fucking continue on a back and forth. so it's like anything else how is it any different than saying well you know I really like fucking the Whopper from McDonald's oh and someone else goes, I, it sucks this <laughs> impossible. Is the fucking the baconator from Wendy's, and this is. Could you imagine going back and forth? That how is a piece of art that you watch a movie and you happen to like this? How is it any different than I like a certain food and you may not like that kind Honestly, of? Honestly, the Big Mac and food. Quarter Pounder are fucking delicious. I've had them both <laughs> recently, and they are amazing. They really are. The I never quali- the quality of McDonald's. It's I can't believe I'm saying this. I feel like it's gotten better. 
I think I I have to agree only because of what I just thought. It's not like I haven't had McDonald's since I went to the States. But when we came down to the States, I, I, I mentioned this in the chat. I went and we bought like that family pack. Like, yeah, let's grab it. It's like 12 freaking bucks. Like, I couldn't even believe the price for it. We got it. The Big Mac was picture quality like they like what yeah. they, they, and it was no grease on it it was absolutely delicious i'm like what the fuck like well, one of the I, things mcdonald's does now, one, one of the things mcdonald's <laughs> no. does now with their burgers is they make them to order so i i've gone through the drive-thru a bunch of times i have not been eating great the last couple of months i'll be honest but so i'll go to the drive-thru and they'll be like oh can you pull up to the next window and just wait so i might have to wait like five minutes but man, the burger, it does come out. It's thick. It's not mashed down. It hasn't been sitting under the heater all day. It's fresh. Right. And you can tell the difference between the fresh fries versus fries that are oh, at the true. bottom of the you can. Like, I mean, I got a batch of fresh fries the other day. I I didn't think fries McDonald's fries could taste any better. I I guess I hadn't oh. had fresh fries in a while. They were just like Fuck. like eating little yellow strings of heaven. <laughs> oh man, amazing. They're little, awesome. That's why I get them on my birthday. Yeah. They're so fucking good. Oh, when and, I get toast, to Vegas, and toast. It's almost Christmas time. You get to have toast. Oh, yeah. Yep. That Italian bread. Coming and soon an, to a toaster near you. And an S cookie, right? Didn't you like S, S cookies? What the hell is an S cookie? Shaped like an S? Aren't those those Italian cookies? Well, then it's one of many. Yeah, I like Christmas cookies, Italian Christmas cookies. Sure, of course. The ones my mother makes is a bunch of different ones. But yeah, I'll eat them. But I'll tell you, I can't wait to get to Vegas because when I get there, it's like when I lived in Vegas and I used to come home. To Buffalo, you know, I would come home and I would have to go to this place. I had to get Mighty Taco. I would have to do a certain local places. They got food you can only get here. You know what I mean? Now there's places in Vegas. I got to go to Fat Burger. I got to go to In-N-Out Burger. I got to go to Capazoli's and get a fucking uh, a steak and cheese sub. I got to go to, I'm going to be eating fucking junk, to, but I, but it's the only time I can get it. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I cannot. What's the name of that place? Capa what? Um, Capazoli's. Oh, Capazoli's. Is it Capazoli's or Capriati's? Hold on, wait a minute. Oh, no, I don't I don't, I don't. don't know. I was just asking because I didn't. It's either Capazoli's or Capriati's. I forgot. They might be two different things. Capazoli's. Or Gabagoolies. Capazoli's. Oh, not this was, again. <laughs> Gabagoolies. Um, I think Capazoli's was the fucking Italian restaurant I, I used to go to. Capriati's was the sub place in Vegas. They got these what's fucking steak subs. What's oh. Gabagool? Gabagool. It's, it, it, it's a, what do you call it? It's meat. It's actually uh, Capacola. That's, that's it is capicola. Yes. But they yeah. say gabagool. But with the fucking with the slang, it's gabagool. It's 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 a way of of saying. I got a ghoul. <laughs> I got a ghoul. <laughs> it's Italian. It's like it's like it's like regotta. It's not ricotta cheese. It's regotta, or just regotta for short. It's it's taking the Italian language and putting it in the English. You know how they have Spanglish. Shouldn't, shouldn't I say? Shouldn't I say ricotta cheese? No, you should. I, I should. I should say regolta. I, I feel like a more. No, no, no. Have the A in there. Regolta. Can't you just say regolta? I can yeah. say regolta. Ricotta. Yeah, ricotta. Not fucking ricotta. Ricotta. Capicola. Capicola. Yep. Some Gabagool. people call it capicola. Gabagool. You don't all call it gabagool. They, 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 they say that a lot in the Sopranos. Give me, and give me a regolta with a gabagool. That's about it, too. It would be. You, you know? So you would find gabagool on a charcuterie board. I don't know what a charcuterie board is. It's a board of meats. It's and all cheese. like yeah, meats and cheese mix. Typically, oh, cold cuts. I, that's that's funny. I, rec I recently taught my dad what a charcuterie board was. He's like, I never knew that. Like, yeah, yeah. Pete, you watch fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm by any chance? I do. 
Dude, I'm watching it now for the first time ever. I'm in the middle of season fucking two. It's fucking amazing. Uh, awesome. He's so funny. Awesome. It's yeah. It's honestly, I think I enjoy Curb more than I enjoyed Seinfeld. Interesting. I could. I and I love Seinfeld. It's it's hard to you know. It's hard to you know say, but like the more I watch Curb, and I think it's coming back for another season. Oh, nice. No, it's great, man. I've never seen it. Like I said, so I'm watching it now. Me, my wife, and my daughter, we're all watching it, and I'm loving it. It's great. It's great. Frankie's never seen Seinfeld, so I'm gonna show her Seinfeld after. But Seinfeld's now on what Netflix. I don't know. I have it on fucking what do you call? It. I got it. Yeah. Really on. Well, they just added it to Netflix. I, there's actually some complaints about the aspect ratio that they added it to Netflix with. They're saying it's they're not people aren't loving the aspect ratio they used. Really? Yeah. I don't. Well, ho- hopefully, I got the original on Damien's one because again, it's like I have nine hundred two and oh, I'm in season ten now. Finally, I'm going to be finishing. I rifled through that fucking show. But I mean, I had the Alex sent me the actual ones that were recorded from television. Uh, their VHS rips that were uploaded to DVD, and they have all the original music and everything in them. Because what happened is, when you get them on Hulu and whatnot, wherever they play them, not only do they take the original music out uh, on half of them, they also you can only get like some seasons you're missing like ten episodes. So the only way to get them all is to get them fucking underground and get the original ones sent to you. Best so, way to enjoy or, those shows: make yourself a nice charcuterie board, some nice gabagool on there. <laughs> So, and guess what I'm going to watch after 90210? <laughs> Not The Sopranos, I'm thinking about. But oh, watch... uh, what's the other one? Melrose Place. You'll never guess. No, I've never seen that. Um, I love Melrose Place. Never saw it in my life. However, I'm going to go back because it's on the Plex, on Damien's, but I'm going to watch fucking Fantasy Island, the original Fantasy Island. Because, dude, the more I'm lo- looking into Fantasy Island, it really is like fucking almost like a Twilight Zone. It's like fucking... A lot of fucked up shit happens out there, and they don't know if Mr. Rourke is fucking uh, a god or the devil. And, and I, I don't remember this about the show. I just remember the premise and watching it when I was a kid. But I think it's going to be, I don't know, kind of creepy in, in some aspects. So I, I'm kind of excited to watch the Fantasy Island. Interesting. But, yeah, dude, you, know, yeah. you know what I've been thinking about watching? Dark what? Shadows. Eh, I don't like the look of it. I never have. I've been thinking about it, especially since we've been doing the 70 prep, and I watched House of Dark Shadows, and I, I enjoyed oh. it. And then I'm like, maybe I'll look into the show, and it's like, thirteen hundred episodes. I've had enough of I've had enough of seventy stuff. We gotta get going though. We yeah, do have to get going. It's, it is football Sunday. I gotta make my pizzas and whatnot. So, we'll be back next time. Happy October, everybody. We'll be back next time with a big show. We forgot which one. Probably one of the Ram Man's choices. We have some three movies. But anyway, B, welcome back, uh, guys. Yeah. yeah, you know, happy October. We love you all. And uh, yeah, Manchichi, Manchichi. Take care.